Bring the ship up to broadcast deck. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Oh. Welcome to the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Just ask us. Actually, just ask you, uh, it appears. Uh, I am El Hefe, and that is J-Dubs. And you have one task tonight, and it's a Thursday night. Things are happening. You can sit there and listen, which is great. You can step it up and be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041. If you have a singular wireless phone, that's how you beat somebody in the hideout. You pick up that phone and you give us a call. Uh, Chunks, the executive producer of the hideout, not in studio. On location. He is currently partying at the hideout happy hour pre-party. Um, and that is going on. As we speak, and we'll check in with him in literally moments, uh, at Patty McGee's Irish-American Bar, go there right now. Uh, it's the Trunks is hanging out. It's the Matt Albert meet and greet. Um, it's a full liquor bar. Smokers are welcome. It is a great place. Uh, just a fabulous place to go and have a drink for a happy hour. There are hideout drink specials going on right now. If you're on Fairbanks or Aloma Avenue, it's 2083 Aloma Avenue in Winter Park, right behind the Mellow Mushroom, giving out prizes every 20 minutes. Um, just a lot of fun going on from what I understand right now at Patty McGee's. We'll check in with Chunks in two seconds. Uh, coming up um, in just about 15 minutes, we'll do the Hideout Headlines game show. Uh, you heard the Phillips file. You heard uh, the headlines on the Phillips file, brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. It's your chance to turn it into prizes here in less than 15 minutes as uh, Gibbs, the unpaid producer, will uh, throw out headlines in world, national, local sports, and entertainment, and then you get your chance to be a winner. Dubs, uh, full slate. Uh, Tommy Baten, Bateman, our director, he is also here manning the talk and roll controls. Oh, God, I can't wait till Chunks get back. God, I can't do this alone. It's not like I've ever done it alone before <laughs> for a year. No. Oh, God. We've never really gotten into that. Uh when Chunks is gone, Chunks thinks the world is going to end in the hideout. Hey, how'd that sound? Did it sound okay? Did everything go okay? <laughs> Which I like as a producer. Yeah. As a producer, I appreciate I mean, it. I was kind of the same way when I was doing Ron Fez. And uh, I think anybody who, you know, really cares kind of has that little attitude right there. But you know when to turn it off and who to turn it off around. And Tommy's definitely the guy you turn that off around. Yeah. You don't... uh and it's it's really been uh, it's been uncomfortable with chunks around asking Tommy if everything's okay and Tommy <laughs> on the verge of literally grabbing a uh, sharp object and sticking it into his Adam's apple. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gibbs, the unpaid producer, screening your phone calls uh, at four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. All right, here's what we got on tap, J Dubs. In a few moments, we 
for the previous five nights that we were on the air, we got people qualified for the Orlando Harley-Davidson MSF uh, basic writer course at Orlando Harley-Davidson. We will be taking the class, me plus three of you guys who got qualified, uh, we're taking the class this upcoming Monday through Wednesday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Monday through Wednesday. It's the morning class. Whoever takes it with me is going to uh, get all the paperwork they need to go to the DMV, all the testing, Everything will be set for you so you can ride a motorcycle and you're licensed in the state of Florida. We have three winners. We will draw them in about ten minutes. All right? So that is in less than ten minutes, in fact. Uh, we've got that, Dubs. Also tonight, the Maury Minute is making its comeback. You're a big fan of uh, the Maury Povich show. Yeah, Maury Povich and uh, mostly his bread and butter, the paternity test. I love those. So we're going to do a little feature in the hideout, uh, the Maury Minute, where I take him. Very special minute from the Maury Show, and uh, we play it here in the hideout. Uh, also coming up, too, J-Dubs, let's see, some things we didn't get to last night. We have uh, Hey Hideout. We didn't do that last night, so it's your on-screen phone calls at some point this evening. Uh, Inmate or Playmate, a new game that Dubs came up with during the Hideout Door Prize blowout. So that's during the second, uh, third hour of the hideout. Also during the third hour, we had to move it back because of the Patty McGee's gig, and that's the Chunks Fat Man Diary. So we'll do that one after the Hideout Door Prize blowout because both uh, Chunks and Matt Albert will be coming back to do the second half of the show. From what I understand, Fred Rogers will be checking in during the last hour. Yeah, well, Fred Rogers in. Uh, he uh, wanted to kind of – tonight is the Matt Albert meet and greet over at Patty McGee's. But Fred Rogers can't be there, so he wants to call in and tell Matt Albert – Welcome to Central Florida, and welcome to being a full-time member of the hideout. And also, since it is Thursday, gives his Guide to the Weekend. Now, the intern did a great job with the Guide to the Weekend last week, mm-hmm. because I found out that Snoop Dogg was playing at the House of Blues, and uh, gave me enough time to get tickets to, go, to go see uh, Snoop Dizzle over on Sunday at the House of Blues. For shizzle. So that was, uh, that was outstanding. So, Dubs, before we get to anything else, though, again, the Hideout Headlines game show in about ten minutes, let's go ahead and check in with Chunks, executive producer of the Hideout, out at Patty McGee's right now, giving out prizes every 20 minutes. Uh, Patty McGee's, 2083 Aloma Avenue in Winter Park. So if you're in the area, swing by and have a drink with Chunks. And from what I understand, the incredibly, incredibly drunk Matt Albert. Chunks, what's up, guys? How are you? Uh, we're having a blast. It's uh, we're out. It's been a great day for us, and from what I understand, it's a great day already for Matt. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, first off, we're driving over here uh, off of Fairbanks uh, to Aloma Avenue to Patty McGee's, and uh, I made Matt drive because I thought you guys were just joking about how badly he drove, but he almost got us killed three times, including stopping in the middle of an intersection because he forgot which side of the median to drive on. What? Yeah. He goes, what do I do? I was like, first off, just keep driving and don't stop. And uh, we're all here. They have, uh, at Patty McGee's, they have the $2 uh, hideout hurricane shooter special. Nice. And I guess Matt um, has uh, partaked in a little bit too much. I'm going to be the DD today. Uh-huh. And he's stumbling around hugging everyone. Just being belligerent. What? Why is he hugging them? Is he hugging them out of nowhere or, or while they're talking or what's going on? Well, he's just grabbing people, hugging them, saying, hey, man, how are you? How are you doing? He's stumbling <laughs> around. He's grabbing me, telling me not to walk around. And he keeps, trying to, he keeps asking for a chair to sit down in. Where are you? Even, 
Where are you at right now? Are you inside or outside? I had to step outside. It's it's a little bit too loud in there. There's right. a lot of people. All the all the heretics have showed up, and it, it's getting a little crazy. Everyone's having a good time. Right here. Matt, <laughs> obviously, you can hear the big bear yelling at me. I have to babysit the Crisco kid all night. All right, now it's the official Matt Albert meet and greet. Prizes every 20 minutes. Um, tell him to have some porridge and uh, sober up. All right, now should we? Get away from me. Should we chance talking to him now, or do we wait till he gets back in studio? I say we we just give a little taste right now. He doesn't. He keeps talking to me right now as I'm trying to talk to you. I'm having a very time, a difficult time listening to you because he just keeps mumbling something. I can't even understand what it is at this point because he's so inaudible. All right, well, chunks. We will check in with you. From what I understand, we're going to have maybe a couple of players for the Hideout Headlines game show out there with you. So why don't you call us back in a little bit? All right. All right. Oh, get get off. Get off the mic. Barbary get off. I'll never win this. Get one. off, tubby ass. <laughs> Jesus. All right. All right. It sounds like it's a radio blast out there. Patty McGee's, Chunks, and uh, Matt Albert, the official meet and greet. Again, if you're anywhere in the area, you got to swing by. It's a great place to have a drink. There are uh, drink specials going on. Full liquor. Smokers welcome. It's uh, in Winter Park, 2083 Aloma Avenue, behind the, behind the Mellow Mushroom. Get off, ass. All right, we'll, we'll talk What's, to you. We'll ta- what happened? What happened? He just keeps grabbing me. He's trying to grab my butt. <laughs> Stop it. I don't know. All right, we'll talk to you in a bit. All right, guys. All right, see ya. <laughs> oh, you can see that it's a party going on. And Matt's going to... Here's a special thing. Matt's going to be uh, coming back to the studio. And there'll be a special guest who's going to come hang out as well this evening. Uh, it's going to be fabulous. So a great show that we have lined up. Let's go ahead and do this, Dubs. Okay. Let's announce the three winners. Give me some sort of music or something. Monday, this next Monday through Wednesday, in the morning, from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., three lucky winners will be taking the MSF Basic Rider course with me, J-Dubs, over Orlando Harley-Davidson. The three people will get everything they need to go to the DMV. That includes... J-Dubs, all of the testing, all of the paperwork, to walk into the DMV and say, I can now ride a bike, just put it on my license, it's ready to go in the state of Florida. Woo! J-Dubs, these people will also win a free rental for a day at or Harley da- at uh, Orlando Harley-Davidson. Woo! The three winners are from Orlando... Michelle Heinemann. Woo! From Kissimmee, Wes Cruz. Woo! And from Orlando, getting qualified in the last night. Great. That way to ruin the flow. Woo! Orlando Resto. So congratulations to Michelle of Orlando, Wes of Kissimmee, and Orlando of Orlando. Those three people... Monday through Wednesday, we'll be taking the basic writer course, MSF basic writer course, with me at Orlando Harley-Davidson. Congratulations to all the qualifiers as well. And it was just a fabulous time. You guys really picked it up. Time for the Hideout Headlines game show. Uh, Fathead Gibbs, if you want to move into the studio and Deuce Chill handle the phones. 
It's time to light them up and win some prizes. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. And don't forget, Patty McGee's Irish American Bar right now, the Hideout Happy Hour with Chunks and the Matt Albert Meet and Greet, 2083 Aloma Avenue in Winter Park, behind the Mellow Mushroom, full liquor bar, smokers welcome, a very drunk Matt Albert and some Hideout drinking specials. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, it's time for the Headlines Game Show. Um, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Gibby, are you ready? Yes, I am ready. You got some good stories for us this evening? Yes, sir, I do. Uh, great. Now, these people have been on hold since essentially we came on. You heard the headlines on the Phillips file. It's time to turn them into prizes. Nathan in Orlando, you ready, brother? Heck yeah. All right. Uh, world, national, local... Sports or entertainment? Which category would you like, Nathan? Sports. I hear sports with Gibbs. All right, sports is a multiple-choice question. New York Knicks forward Antonio Davis was suspended how many games by the NBA today for entering the stands during a game at Chicago to confront a fan he thought was harassing his wife? Was it A, 3, B, 5, C, 7, or D, 9 games? I'll have to go with uh, B. B, that you are correct, Nathan. Good job, Nathan. Hold on tight. I think it's crap. Um, from what I saw, from what I understand, Antonio Davis, who plays for the Knicks, um, he's a good ball player, good guy, too, from everything that you hear mm-hmm. about him. And his uh, chick's in the stands. And I guess a drunken guy was talking at her, maybe yelling at her. Kind of jawed at her, you know. Yeah, and so and during it looked like it was during a timeout. Yeah, because he's just standing there on the court kind of uh, leisurely. And Davis sees this and goes and jumps over press row and runs up there to, Never. Try, to try to, you know, protect his wife. Never put his hand on one person. No, he was just making sure his, his chick was okay. Now, does he lose money for those games, too? I believe he gets fined as well. Now, I, I could see, okay, sit up next game. We aren't going to make you lose any money, anything like that. We just have to do it because we can't have people running up in stands, period. Sit out a game. You aren't going to lose any money. That's your punishment. And his whole thing, too, was it was going on, and there was no way he could go notify security. Mm-hmm. Like, he thought she was, like, in immediate danger. And that's why he just ran up there. And I can understand that. You know, I can. I, I think this falls on the teams, too. I think the teams, when uh, families come into a game, especially an away game, they should have some kind of box for them. Yeah. Keep them away from those animals they call fans. No, absolutely. And Chicago isn't known for being an overly rowdy place. No, but all fans, you know, you you go there, you add uh, testosterone with beer, with uh, with a, a game going on. It's form. It's just a formula for disaster when you put a away team's wife in the uh, stands with them. And the other thing too is, I know David Stern was just like, oh boy, because when he again. when he hops over press row, you're thinking, there goes our test. That's what you're thinking mm-hmm. when it happens. They're probably actually happy it ended the way it did. You know, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. I say the dude's sticking up for his chick. I don't think you can blame him. No. Let's go to Jason and Sanford. You're next up in the Hideout Headlines Game Show on Real Radio. World, national, local, or entertainment? What would you like, Jason? Well, today's my birthday. It's my 23rd birthday. I was wondering if I could let you guys pick for me. All right, Gibbs, what's the easiest one? And happy birthday, Jason. Uh, Thank you very much. Let's see. Let's see. Give him a true or false, a 50-50. Yeah, um... 
All right, I think entertainment. That's probably the easiest one. All right, we'll go with entertainment for Jason on his birthday. All right, it's true or false. A judge denied a request today by Angelina Jolie to change the names of her two children to reflect that Brad Pitt intends to become their adoptive father. True or false? Did she deny it? Did did the judge deny it? it. I'm going to go with false. You are correct. Happy birthday, you're a winner. Thank you very much. And party safely. Get out to Patty McGee's right now. That's where you need to be drinking and having fun. Um... So, Pitt is really jumping on in. Yeah, I I don't understand it. Jolie, very hot, nice grab, but you're Brad Pitt. You can get so much tail. That uh, I don't mean to be crass about it, but that poontang has to be the greatest in the world because of the fact that Brad Pitt, who could have anybody in the mm-hmm. world, essentially, is so... Whipped. Like, here's the other thing about it, too. This is, like, the most public case, I think, of being P-whipped that maybe you've ever seen in the history of the world. It happened so fast. That thing has to be made of platinum and gold. It has to... Velvet. Yeah, it has to smell like strawberries. There has to be something going on there where, like, whoa, I can never find this again. It has to have a spoon that you can eat it like ice cream. I'm sure it's, like, a two-for-one special because you get the lips, too. Oh yeah, oh that's a great point about it. You have the the very nice lips on her face, and you got to figure that everything uh, is game when you're with Angelina Jolie. Oh, you like know she's when, a freak. When sexually you say, "Hey, let's try this," she's gonna be like, uh, "I already have been there, done that." I was hoping you'd say that. I did it with Billy Bob, uh, and I'm thinking you're gonna be better at it. It's like when uh, Brad Pitt's banging that uh, girl in. Uh, in Fight Club, where he's, where Ed Norton opens up the uh, the uh, the door and he's wearing like dishwashing gloves. <laughs> right. All right. 407-916-104 and Hideout Headlines Game Show. We'll go to Phil in De- Deltona. Phil, world, national, or local? What would you like, my friend? Uh, local. Now right, here's local news with Gibbs. All right. Locale is multiple choice. City officials in St. Petersburg, Florida, said a company tricked its way into using two of the city's what to shoot scenes for a hardcore sex movie The Hideout has learned tonight. Was it A, taxi cabs, B, a homeless man, C, landmarks, or D, police officers? Uh, uh, police officers. Ah, it was actually C, landmarks. They used landmarks to shoot scenes for a porno. Uh, by any chance... Porno Dan? Porno Dan? No. Uh, we had a buddy of ours from D.C., and he actually he was out with us at Miss Monster, mm-hmm. our buddy Porno Dan, PornoDan.com, up in D.C. I haven't really heard from him since then. Yeah, he was a little embarrassed at the way the porn stars acted, actually. They were a little crazy. He sent me an apologetic email. But the big thing was, in D.C., he'd have these uh, these videos called D.C. Debauchery, which I still have, by the way. Mm-hmm. And it was lit. there's one... Where it's him and this incredible, maybe the hottest porn chick I've ever seen. She's just gorgeous. And they're on a boat in the Potomac. Going by all the landmarks. I mean, you see the Washington Monument, the uh, the Jefferson, just everything you could ever see there in D.C. And he's just railing her on the uh, Potomac. If uh, the Florida people want to see that, they can go to pornodan.com and get the D.C. debauchery tapes. Can I borrow it? No. I'll bring it in if you like. Okay. You have to lick the uh, casing first. <laughs> That's cool. You know the batch hands have been on it. Right. Uh, ladies, move to the front of the line. Uh, we'll go to Anna in Dade City. Anna, you ready? Yes. 
All right, here you got. You're left with world or national. What do you want to go with? World. All right, here's world with Gibby. All right, world is fill in the blank. Al Jazeera today aired an audio tape from this person who says Al Qaeda is making preparations for attacks in the United States, but offers a truce on fair but undefined conditions. Fill in um, the blank. Osama bin Laden. You are correct. You're a winner, Jessica. Hang or uh, Anna. Hang Anna. tight. What was that one? Oh, uh, I think she turned up her radio. Ah. Uh, uh, that was odd. That was like perfect timing. Um, yeah, guess who's back? Back again. Osama's back. I I, I want to save this for later to talk about because I have a lot of thoughts on it. Number one, uh, the timing. Kind of convenient in the timing when everything... it Just with the whole wiretapping thing and everything else, kind of like... And then immediately you hear Cheney going out... Oh, yeah, this is why we need to be able to listen to you uh, without courts getting involved. Because of Osama. I hate to be a conspiracy theorist, but it seems to happen every single time. Either uh, a tape gets released or the threat level goes up. And let us not forget They're hearing it. chatter. It's also an election year. Yeah. Now, this tape comes at, come out, came out, uh, but we're not raising the threat level. Hmm. So... I don't know. It's really odd to me. He's been holding for 20 minutes, Dubs. Let's go to Jonathan and Leesburg. Jonathan. Hey, what's up, guys? You're left with National, my friend. You ready? All right. Yeah, that's tight. Cool. All right, man. It's a true or false question. The American Institutes for Research released results for a survey today stating that most college students cannot handle many complex but common tasks, from understanding credit card offers to comparing the cost per ounce of food. True or false? <laughs> That is true. All right, hold on. You're a winner, Jonathan. I th- mm. All right, this thing, Sweet Tea, brings up a good point. This is also right before the State of the Union, the Osama tape. Mm-hmm. Seems, uh, look, all right, we'll get into it later. Or do you want to get into it now? There's so much we could do. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Why don't we get into it now? That was the Hideout Headlines game show. Um... Uh, Dubs, I'll give you the choice because right now it's kind of a party going on. We want people to party. It's uh, Patty McGee's the Hideout Happy Hours going on right now with Chunks and Matt Albert uh, over at uh, Patty McGee's Irish American Bar, 2083 Aloma Avenue in Winter Park behind the Mellow Mushroom. Um, uh, smokers welcome, full liquor bar. Let's go to Pedro in St. Pete real fast. We got Pedro. What's going on? Hey, dude. I just sent you a logo for Matt Albert. I want you to look at that. I was going to say, I was actually going to comment on it. You did these? I think they're badass. What are they? Come here and look at these logos that Pedro made up. These are Matt Albert-specific logos. He's been here four days, and he's already getting logos. Isn't that sweet, though? He's got a though? fan club. He's got a fan club. Dude. It is, dude. I like the black one. The black one's great. And then there's a, it's two different logos, and there's a white one as well. And, dude, and it's so funny because you've really nailed like the likeness of Matt Albert on those logos. I'm it's fo- definitely the body shape. Bateman, I'm going to forward Round. these to you and see if we can put these up on the website. Yeah, that's awesome, Pedro. I appreciate that, brother. I got some coming for all of you guys. Oh, wow. Sweet. I was going to put a little boobies on Matt Albert, but I didn't know. <laughs> the way you did it is perfect. It's perfect. Thank you, Pedro. No problem. Appreciate it, brother. It's good stuff. I'm going to forward it to Bateman right now. Bateman at WTKS.com. And uh, he always likes to get photos, so he should enjoy these. 
So you can put it up on the website. And if anyone wants to subscribe to my newsletter, they can uh, email me. Realradio.fm. Uh, yeah, you the the little gang that you and Uber dude got going on. Yeah. Is really creepy. We're taking over the world. All right, let's get to Bong Swat Matt, who's out, I guess, at Patty McGee's. Bong Swat. Yeah, hey, bud. All right, what's going on out there right now? Oh man, Matt Albert is is. It's something else. <laughs> is this your first time seeing him? Yes, I was looking forward to meeting the great Matt Albert. And is he everything you thought he would be? He's more. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot more. There's there's about probably 200 pounds more than you were even expecting. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you think fat and you, uh, you know, because people say they're they're like, oh, Chunks isn't as fat as I thought he'd be. Matt Albert is as fat as you thought he'd be. He is a giant. He literally... Literally a giant. As everything... I got it in his back and, and, and swallowed my hand. <laughs> uh, by the way, Bong Swap, Matt, and Cover the Sun uh, band, and they were part of the uh, Hideout Unhidden Hometown Talent. They got a gig tonight over at the AKA Lounge that he's going to head to after Patty McGee's. So good luck tonight over there, hey, Bong Swat. you, you got to hear this update. All right, what, what's, what's the up? update? All right, he, he breaks the glass. Oh, no. Which is no big deal. Right. And Chunks, you know, the hero, is cleaning it up, being the nice guy, being the babysitter. <laughs> and as soon as he stands up, I hear a giggle from Matt Albert, and he gives him a nice little low blow right to the boys. <laughs> Matt punched Chunks and the boys? With a closed fist. I mean, it took him like five minutes or so. Oh, my God. All right, we're going to have to check in with him in a second. Thanks, Bugswat. Not a problem. All right, so Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041-STAR-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Again, congratulations to Michelle Minoff, uh, Wes Cruz of Kissimmee, and Orlando Resto of Orlando. All of them winners. And we'll be taking the uh, MSF Basic Writer course at Orlando Harley-Davidson with me. Uh... The mornings of next Monday through Wednesday. So that is going to be a blast. Uh, they're going to get all the paperwork once they pass and everything. They can take it over to the DMV. We want to thank Orlando Harley-Davidson. We got you qualified all uh, previous five days. It really was a, a blast. So thank you to them. And congratulations to everyone, too. Uh, hooch. <sighs> Former intern is here. Uh, we'll check in with Chunks in a second. You want to check in with them now? Yeah, why not? All right. Uh, he's down at Patty McGee's Irish American Bar for the Hideout Happy Hour. And it's also the Matt Albert meet and greet. And that's at uh, 2083 Aloma Avenue in Winter Park behind the Mellow Mushroom. Uh, Chunks. What's up, guys? How are you? Uh, we uh, Bong Swap Matt called us with the update. Uh, yeah, uh, I just recovered over that. Matt grabbed me. Yeah, that that's Matt right there. He grabs me and tells me he wants to tell me something. He's like, Chunks, come here. Puts his arm around me and then close fists me down there. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I, I was out. I almost no got passed out. He's just running around hugging people. He's having a great time. I'm surprised. I mean, is everyone else having a good time? Is he? He's not scaring away people, is he? Oh no, he's not. everyone is coming up to him and saying, giving the praises to him, and he's actually being hailed. I'm very surprised. He's being very nice. He's not being uh, Matt Albert at all. Other than the fact that he punched you in the nuts. <laughs> Matt, get the hell off! Ew. Matt is Ew. definitely having fun, as we know. You know, he just turned 21, so uh, he's. Uh, um, does he want to go? Enjoying, does he want to uh, go on the air? The does he want to go on the air? Now, do you, do you think we can put him on the air and he won't cuss? Uh, he's 
Uh, we'll get, hey, Matt, are you going to be here to not cuss? I will. Yes. Yes? Yes, I saw All right, I didn't believe him. I don't, I don't believe him. <laughs> All right, well, if you, you don't... that smile. I, if you don't believe get him... On, get on down here to Patty McGee's. We're still having a good time. $2 uh, hideout hurricane shooters for all of the heretics. And I just found And anybody else. What? Dad? What else? I just found this out as well. You could come any time to uh, Patty McGee's with your heretic card, and you will have happy hour prices. Oh wow! Whenever you come down here, do you have happy hour? Do you have heretic cards to give out there? Uh, I, I got a couple of them, so if you need some, come on down, and I'll be more than willing to hook you up. And then you get happy hour prices any time. That's badass. That's uh, awesome. I'm gonna show up there. Yeah, uh, hi, show me. Here's my heretic card. Can I get the special, please? All right, Chunks, we'll check in with you next break. All right. All right, guys. Patty McGee's in Winter Park, uh, behind the Mellow Mushroom, 2083 Aloma Avenue. Sounds like a blast. I love how he doesn't trust Matt to put him on the air. I don't blame him. Really? No. I'm hearing people. You don't guys you say have, that. Don't you have clips of a drunken Matt? Matt Albert. Um, last time he was down here. I got him wasted one time. I think that might have been, been the time when he uh, cut the stuff after he left my place. You have to let it load up for some of these famous drops that we have. Uh, 407-916-104-888-970. We have a busy night, man. Mm-hmm. Um, it's off to a great start. Uh, Fat Man Diary. Fred Rogers gonna call in. Gives his guy to the weekend. The hideout door prize blowout. Uh, <laughs> That's a Matt Albert drunken laugh. Uh, inmate or playmate. You Orlando. I mean, say classy. <laughs> All right, you're right. I don't know if we can trust him. Have you had anything to drink, Matt? No, I'm totally sober. Don't lie. I've had a few Long Island iced teas <laughs> or Manhattan iced teas. <laughs> Something with nice tea with liquor in it. Oh, my God. And that's probably him out there right now, Patty McGee's. Now, Hooch is here. Hooch, do you want to uh, maybe talk to Matt Albert next break on the phone? Absolutely not. Uh, Just on the phone. We're asking you. What are you afraid of, sweetie? He's vicious. Um, And he doesn't like you either, so I think it'll be great radio. Doesn't like me is an understatement. He has blatant hate for me. Yeah. Like yeah. like the majority of the heretics, too. Not all the heretics love me. Nah, maybe because you just grab their junk. Um, <laughs> I, let's, Whatever it takes. Let's play the Maury Minute that Dubs has. Dubs, you're a big fan of uh, the yeah, Maury Yeah, Maury, and I've, I've wanted to do this for a while. Uh, it's the Maury Minute. It's a uh, just a, a section of the show, and uh, I pick some of the best Maury moments. And th- this is the only time we're going to be playing it really in break. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to kind of introduce it as one of the new hideout bits. Maury Minute. All right. Time for Baby Mama Drama with the Maury Minute. This is Amber. Now, four months ago, Amber gave birth to an adorable little girl named Kira. The man she believed is her baby's father, Mike, began making her life a living hell. Not only did Mike immediately start denying the baby, but there is another person who is torturing Amber. It's Mike's mother, Peggy. Peggy says Amber is a no-good gold digger and that the baby looks like an alien. Listen to what Mike and his mother, Peggy, have to say. I'm here today to prove to the audience Amber's nothing but a lying, conniving slut. And I'm not the father of that baby. Amber's nothing but a trashy, gold-digging hoe. The father of that baby can be anybody. Hell, I was a cute baby. That baby looks like nothing but a can of I'm like a mother bear protecting my cup. Amber, I'm not the father of your baby. Leave me alone, you psycho. 
in the case of four-month-old baby Kira, Mike, you are the father. How was I supposed to if I'm the dad or not? You want to say anything? Whore. Look, she's crying. I'm not a whore. I'm not a whore. You're not a That was the Maury Minute. So just uh, a lot of people don't have a chance to watch Maury, so if uh, you missed it, you'll be able to listen to the hideout and catch some of the finer moments. What the hell goes on in that show? Are you kidding? I don't know what goes on there. It has to be staged like Springer was. No, Springer was staged. This is definitely real because you can just tell that the people have genuine emotion. Um, During Springer, you can see them laughing sometimes while they're punching each other in the face. Right. This one, there's no laughing. They're always ready to swing and ready to be pissed. And the paternity suits seem like an easy way to get the real pop. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's why, that's his bread and butter right there. Um, now. This makes you think, though, we need more. I'm thinking we, they should have a doctor there. Whoever goes on the Maury show, while they're walking out, they're just snipping the lines so they cannot have any more children. Getting... Any, anybody who makes an appearance on Maury, even if you're in the audience, you get snipped. Getting a vasectomy? A vasectomy. Alright, why don't we do this? Uh, just to save future uh, poons from giving birth to super large heads. Yeah, and uh, Gibbs, totally using them. Would you do this for the hideout? Would you get yourself a vasectomy? What 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 are the details of what like what's involved in it, one of them? Basically, things? you take some Valium, and then you're good to go, and nothing happens. It, it doesn't hurt after. No, it's very comfortable. Alright, you know what? Hold on, think about it for a second, because right. I bet we could find a sponsor to make this happen. Yeah, Gibbs vasectomy. Giving a vasectomy to a 20-year-old. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. In the middle of the Hideout Happy Hour over at Patty McGee's Irish American Bar on Aloma Avenue behind the Mellow Mushroom in Winter Park. Um... Talking about vasectomies, and Gibbs says he may be willing to do one for the show. Let's talk to Christina. Ladies first in the hideout. Christina in Orlando. What do you got, Christina? Hey, um, I was told by my mom. My mom's a nurse, and she says that they will not give vasectomies to anybody who is under 30 or has less than three children. Um, I've heard that, too, but I've heard that it's kind of changed over the years since it's able to be reversed. It wasn't reversible for a long time there. And, they get, and it's reversed. It can be reversed really easily, right, Christina? I don't think it's so easy, but, I mean, it's it's a pretty expensive procedure. Well, Gil, I'm sure we could find a, cli- a client or somebody who would be willing to snip the intern. I think that's what we call it, snip the intern, fathead. <laughs> Thank you, I'll Christina. Right now. Yeah, how about we just get some scissors and do it the old-fashioned way, like we're uh, back in the Old West. Or just a butter knife. Yeah, nice blunt objects. So you uh, really have to force it. A spatula, a rubber spatula. All right, Tommy Bateman really is going back and getting a knife. I don't uh, like that he carries one around. I don't like that either. <laughs> and Gibbs is literally getting up and leaving. And now they're chasing each other around the halls of the compound. And Gibbs feels that somehow... Get out of here. And go screen the phone calls. John in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, John? Yo, fellas, love your show, man. Keep it real. Thank you, brother. What do you got? Uh... I got a vasectomy done. Two things. Uh, you have to have at least a minimum of three kids, which is true. Oh, wow. And, uh, I, I don't know about the age. I just had my done not even a year ago. And I'm going to tell you right now, if anybody tells you it don't hurt, it's a crock of crap. Because <laughs> what they do is they shoot lidocaine inside your testicles. Oh. 
And what it does is it hurts for about three seconds, and after that it numbs it and you won't feel it. And what they do is they actually uh, cut you open, a little slit about the size of, uh, I don't know, about a stitch on a hat or something, real small. And they pull out your uh, main tube. Mm-hmm. They cut it, burn it, and you smell it burning. Oh, <laughs> oh God, and no! Then they, uh, <laughs> and then they uh, clamp it or they tie it. Why would they, they do just, that? That's just... Well, what happens is they don't want you to get uh they don't want it to happen because what happens if you don't burn it there's still a chance that it can reconnect and heal itself right that's how you buy it yeah oh my god and so you have to have, i don't think that's right man if you're a dude and you want the choice i think you should be able to i don't like the three kid minimum that's no good well, what do you well, uh think what was your reason for getting it? Like uh, I got four kids man i'm done <laughs> <laughs> no, i hear you and you know what's so funny he sounds so tired Poor John yeah. just says, I got four kids, bro. Well, I'll tell you one thing real quick, and I'll let you guys go. He's got his balls burned, too. All right, go ahead. Uh, reversing it, it's, it's not it's not too hard within five years. After five years, it's a, it's a procedure. It's, it's pretty difficult. All right. Well, and Gibbs, it, I think we can get you a fake birth certificate if we need to. Or just pretend like you have three children running around. Yeah, I could grow a beard, too, I think. Get, Thank some, you. Uh, get some dogs or some Mexicans. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you, John. All right, here's Sierra in Melbourne. Ladies first in the hideout. Where you got, Sierra? Well, I have a friend who has a vasectomy. Um, he lives in Georgia. Him and his wife decided a long time ago that they wanted to have children. And um, after finding out that one of their friends was going to let them adopt one and then that fell through, they decided they didn't want any children. But instead of his wife going through having a hysterectomy and everything, they decided to just go ahead and for him to have a vasectomy because it wouldn't, any scarring or anything. Now, see, that's what I thought too, and I, I, I figure it would be easier for the dude just to get it done, and you don't lose. Uh, thank you, Sierra. Uh, from what I understand, you don't lose any of the sensation of uh, the beautiful climax of sex. I just don't understand the three kids minimum rule. That doesn't, you know? that doesn't seem right. I mean, uh, the age rule, maybe. I don't know. I, th- that doesn't seem right either. What if you're 15 with three kids? Exactly. Then you'd be on Maury. Oh. And then you get snipped anyway in the backstage. Yeah, hooch. Actually, a lot of vasectomies also stop working after a while, and they go back to normal. That's why you're saying they burn it now. Oh, is that why? Because that's how I got here. Really? Yeah. So you were an accident. Me and my little brother. Ooh. Tell your parents to stop uh, banging. Uh, hey, real Your fast. Your dad has some... Uh, Super sperm. Yeah, some... Ew. <laughs> they're on steroids. Chunks. 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 All right, that moron. Quick break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. We are live on a Thursday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I think Gibbs has decided he is going to have a uh, vasectomy for the show. And for the sake of any uh, girlfriend or wife. Yeah, just so there's no chance of... A big-headed baby ruining that uh, that perfect temple that she once had. Yeah, John Doe in Orlando. What do you got, dude? Hey, what's up? Yo. Um, I don't know what they're talking about, the age rule and the kid rule. Uh-huh. I was 24 when I got fixed. I got my wife fixed at 29, and we don't have any kids. All right, None? See, None. And, that, and you probably enjoy sex in just a, a way that others can't even imagine. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're probably doing everything. It may be a doctor-by-doctor uh, doctor basis. It might not be like a law or something, just out of uh, what they believe. It, it doesn't seem right that if you want to make the choice of, I don't want to get anyone pregnant, I know I don't want to have kids, there are plenty of kids in the world, 
snippet that you should be able to do it. TJ in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, TJ? What's going on, guys? Good hey, show. Thank you, brother. Oh, uh, man, this is right up my alley. We're checking into this right now. Uh, don't want to get the wife fist because I hear hysterectomy. She loses her sex drive. We can't have that happen. Right. No. Yeah. Uh, so, but after effects. I, oddly enough, when you date me, you lose that too. Right. So it's, uh, it's just. Uh, that, I'm taking. I'm taking. Not you. Shit. I'm talking about your. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, after effects, guys. Uh, they're telling me we, we have one child. They had a consultation with us. Uh, the good thing is, is for the first two weeks afterwards, after you get snooped, you can't do anything. Well, of course. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the next four weeks after that, so six weeks total, six weeks after surgery, she's got to make you finish 20 times. Ooh. Oh, nice. And then, then after that, you go back to the doctor, and you go in the little side room with a magazine. You run them off a sample, and then they check it and make sure your boys are dormant. Let's say. Oh, that, not there, not present. That's beautiful. Now you, yeah. you you are still completing every time. You just don't have the uh, the, exactly. the swimmers. You, you, still, you still have the uh, fluids. Right. You don't have any uh, swimmers. All right. You know? So and my dad was a diesel mechanic. He took uh, he went to work half day, had his done, and then went to work the next day. All right, that's beautiful. I think. So you, you still have anything that sticks in your stomach here? Come on. Chuck Jock. Is that the first one of this year? I think so. We hadn't been, we hadn't heard that one in a while. Uh, Jeremy in Orlando. What do you got, Jeremy? Hey, what's going on? I was in the military for uh, about eight years, and I actually did a couple of uh, vasectomies. I have one done, one on myself, and I only have one child, and I was 27. How did you? Are you a doctor? I was, I was actually a medic, a really, really uh, uh, specialized trained medic. So, so I actually got to go work with doctors and do like minor surgeries and stuff. Does it now? Did it? Uh, did you perform them first or have yours done first? I actually performed a few to see what they, uh, what the actual patient would go through before I had mine done, and see what techniques the doctors use so I could get the less painful one. All right. See and, that? I would think I wouldn't want to do that because then while you're lying there getting it done, you're knowing what's happening, like with no, the, the cutting open and everything. Actually, it's not that bad. They give you uh, like 10 milligrams of Valium, some Percocet. You're actually kind of feeling loopy. And all you have to do is ask the doctor to cut the lidocaine with either like sterile water or uh, saline. It takes off the burning sensation of the lidocaine, and you don't feel anything at all. Oh, wow. All right. Thank you, bro. All right. Edward had one done three weeks ago. What's up, Edward? Hey, man. How you guys doing? Great show. Thank you, brother. Listen, I had mine done, and... Man, lies, lies, lies. <laughs> Man, I am telling you, after that thing is done, my boys were like I was trying to smuggle eight balls out of a pool. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I, they, I they got a little enlarged. I guess it just varies then. Man, I went to work the next day, and it, it was horrible. Oh. Absolutely horrible. Oh. And if anybody says it don't hurt, Man, they're lying. All right, they're Edward. trying to be all macho. Right. Thank you, Edward. <laughs> I think there's no reason to be macho after you've had that surgery done, though. All right, here's the other thing. All right, Gibbs, have you made a decision as to whether or not you're going to do it for the show? Uh, yeah, oh. I'm going to do it. Good. Right now. That's awesome. By myself. Great. You're going to go into one of the stalls? No, I'll do it back here. I'll put some paper down. It's not very much to have bleed out. <laughs> all the blood's in your head? Huh? <laughs> Um, You'll get in a couple minutes, don't worry. Wait, I have a phone answer in three minutes. Uh, we'll work for tickets. So, Dr. Stephen Broman, his name's Broman, uh, 
says he will give a free vasectomy for tickets to Sunday's AFC Championship game against Pittsburgh. That, that doesn't seem like a good trade. He's yeah, a big he's a big Broncos fan. Any manly man who likes football isn't going to want to go get this procedure done uh, and give up his tickets for it, too. Yeah, when you think about it, you're right. Oh, by the way, um, I heard that after all the Steeler bashing, mm-hmm. Cabin Boy from the Shannon Burke Show actually is very mad at us. He wouldn't talk to me barely at all today. F you guys. This is Whatever. intern Gibbs. I'll, I'll fight him in the parking lot. I'll have him let him have a free shot to my head. Thank you, Gibbs. I appreciate that you step up for the show. Huh? <laughs> uh, hideout. What name? Turn your mic off if you're going to be answering phones, Gibbs. Oh, I thought you guys were on the phone. No. Wait, who is this? 407-916-104-888-978. So, vasectomy for Steeler tickets, uh, Steelers versus uh, the Broncos tickets this Sunday. And there's a doctor who is a Broncos fan. Maybe Kevin Boyle will step up. I don't know if he has tickets. Well, I think uh, being a Steelers fan, he should get the procedure done, just so he doesn't have any more Steelers fans running around. How about that son of a bitch, Terry O'Neill? Who... Or Bradshaw. Yeah, Terry O'Neill, the guy who had the heart attack after uh, Bettis uh, fumbled. You think he can't handle a, uh, a Bettis fumble? Do you think he can handle a Big O anymore? Oh, there's no way that he has sex if he's no. having heart attacks during football games. If he can't handle a fumble, he can't handle the uh, the climax. I here's a good candidate for giving up tickets for a vasectomy. How about uh, James Foyer? Who's James Foyer? A linebacker for the Steelers. Hmm. Just get the the whole Steel City snapped. I like that. Or the, how about the bus? Cut the cut the brake lines of the bus. <laughs> Jerome Bettis. How about Roethlisberger? I don't want him procreating. I'd love. I, I would lo- love to never see that name again. I'd like to see that name live and die with him. I've never even heard of it before. No, I don't think he's real. Rick in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Rick? Hey man, that guy that called in a little bit ago that said, you know, you're getting stories back and forth. Mm-hmm. That guy that called in and said that it was painful and all that other stuff. Let me tell you something, man. I'm 50 years old right now. Mm-hmm. Fourteen years ago, my son was born. Right afterwards, my wife had uh, a bad uh, situation with uh, delivery and stuff, so I went and got it done. I was as macho as anybody else, but I tell you what, Friday night at two or Friday afternoon at two thirty, I got it done. They told me to go home and rest and put my ice and stuff like that. I had a big softball tournament that weekend. Saturday night, I was out playing softball left field with your boys. Oh, uh, dude, that's crazy, because if you had taken uh, softball to the Nads... Or if you had to slide it all. Guys, it's softball, not baseball. No, it Whatever. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. The ball's even bigger. All right, here's a good candidate for this doctor, this Who? Broncos fan, who's giving out free vasectomies. Troy Pomolato. Pomolato? Just so that we don't have to deal with that stupid hair mm-hmm. flapping in the wind anymore. How about Antoine Randall L? Anybody with three names that plays for the Steelers gets snipped. Three names, three positions. He's an ass. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. How about Cabin Boy? I think you already said Cabin oh. Boy. He hates you as it is right now, Dubs. <laughs> Why would you go rubbing it in?
All right, here's a good guy that I think should uh, get snapped. Who? Joey Porter. After those uh, comments he made about the refs last weekend. Did you see he didn't get fined? Yeah, they uh, they they reserved not having a fine on him. Oh, the Lions got a new coach. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> you know what? I want to talk about that. We'll talk to uh, Michelle in Daytona first. What do you got, Michelle? Hey, I just wanted to say there isn't an age limit on when guys can get snipped. At least I know I don't think there is. But girls, like you can't walk into a doctor's office or a gynecologist and say, "Hey, look, I don't want to have kids. Can you please give me a hysterectomy?" It doesn't work that way. They will the, not do it unless there's something majorly wrong with you. The hysterectomy. Really the, hysterect- the hysterectomy is a little bit more of a procedure than the uh, getting snipped, though. I can understand that a little bit. Be, I know, uh, but it really sucks because I don't ever want to have kids. Ever, ever, ever. No, I'm with you on that. I That's believe, why God made stairs. I think... No, come Get on. Get fat. Oh, come on. This is twice in this one. Shock jock. Uh, I'm with you on this, Michelle. I believe a woman should have the choice, and if you want to not even have the chance of maybe having to deal with an abortion, why not just go get the hysterectomy? I'll give you some with uh, steel-toed boots. It, uh, it doesn't even have anything to do with that. It has to do with the fact that I have... Very bad that time of the month, and I don't want to deal with it. And I know for a fact that I don't want to have kids. What's no. bad about the smell? Oh, come on. Oh, goodbye. Chuck Chuck. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> come on. Seriously, what's wrong with you? Are you just going for the shock chalk record in one mm-hmm. break? Is this Jimmy D? The Jimmy D? The D. What's going on, man? What's up, Hefe? What do you got? Dude, I just want to tell you, you guys are making me very happy with the Steeler bashing. You love it? Yeah, because, I mean, Cowboy is such an ass when it comes to being a Steelers fan. He makes you hate the Steelers that much more. Uh, uh, Thank you. you know what? We were just talking about vasectomies, and maybe Cabin Boy should be getting a vasectomy. No, come on. You've already said that before. Um, oh. right, here's another good person who could be good for it. Uh, Vernon Hayes. One of their many running backs? Yeah, one of the many running backs for the Steelers. Now, what is it? Do you like Steeler fans, uh, Jimmy D., or no? Well, you know what? No, I don't. I hate those stupid towels. The terrible towel. Friend, I mean, uh, you know, I feel bad for Stemmon when they lose. I mean, I'll be in my cabin's on his face, and I'll be like, in your face! And I'll turn to Stemmon and be like, sorry, dude. Yeah, you know, Stedman actually goes about being a fan right. He, uh, when we when we make fun of it and everything, he laughs along with us. And you can't be mad at Stedman either. Vasectomy boy, he gets really pissed. Uh, the, no, it's <laughs> Cabin Boy. Oh. Uh, thank you, Jimmy D. Cabin Boy. Ugh. I thought it was Robin, the boy wonder. <laughs> Isn't that who that is? All right. <laughs> George Clooney and whatever? Batman? Oh, I got you. Uh, 407-916-1041. Movies and radio, amazing. Why are you going to Why are you gonna sit there? What? And poke at I Cabin got Boy. his name wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> um... The D is right, though, when you think about it. There's just something about Steeler fan mm-hmm. and just the over-the-topness of it. Uh, do you realize that pretty much we've done at least one or two segments every night this week <laughs> bashing the Steelers? And we'll do another one tomorrow until they're out of the playoffs. I hope they go to the Super Bowl so we can have three weeks of it. Usually the first hour of the show. This time it bled over to the second hour. All right, Matt in Winter Park here in the hideout. We got Matt. Oh, yeah. First, I was going to be outraged about the guy who said he played softball, but I got a better story about rabid fans. Okay. Welsh rugby fan. Last year, Wales won this huge international rugby tournament, and there's a guy that was, and this is a true story, 
guy was sitting in a bar going on and on and on about the Welsh rugby team, and if they beat England, who was at the time the World Cup champs, mm -hmm. said that it was such a big deal, there's no way they'd ever do it. If they did, he was going to go home, cut his boys off, drop them in a pint glass, and bring them back to the pub. <laughs> oh. beat England, I want to say like 12 to 9, or I mean it was close, but they beat him. He did it. What? He went home, went fight club on himself. Oh, my God. Cut himself off with a rubber band, pulled the Rambo knife out of the lodge, oh. and went to work. Brought him back to the bar, sat down, and ordered a pint. Okay, uh, that's crazy. Thank you, Matt. Dubs, why don't you do that if the Lions win the Super Bowl? <clears throat> I can't even talk after that. I got to tell you, that's a real man, though. That's like, uh, what's his name, Big B in uh, Train Spotting. If Cabin Boy was a man, he would put that up. Then he'd be a Cabin Man. Hey, let me ask you. The Lions hired some guy out of Tampa Bay. Yeah, the a defensive uh, line coach. The defensive line and assistant coach of Tampa Bay. Uh, I guess he was he was always up for other people's like defensive coordinator jobs. I'm not defending the. Uh, yeah, you are. Because I think I think Matt Millen's an ass for hiring this guy just so quickly. Uh, did you know that he talked to uh, Jim Haslett, said, "Yeah, we'll fly you up. You'll uh, meet with William Clay Ford uh, yesterday, and uh, you know we'll we'll see if we can get you in here hired." Never called him back on Wednesday to tell him when his flight was or anything. Just sat sat there and let the guy sit next to the phone the whole weekend or the whole week. So he's like One a program director. Yeah. And uh, he's just made so many enemies. Is Matt Millen going to have to die before your Lions uh, do something about it and get just fire him? Well, I, with his physique, and uh, I can tell he's not a healthy eater, it doesn't seem like he's that far away from a heart attack. Here's the funny thing about Dubs. You love this team. Mm -hmm. You love. And they just keep uh, doing the worst decisions. Yeah. It, 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 you know, look Tattoos at all over your body. Looking at this decision, it seems like it's going to take another three years again until we have any kind of hope. I love how you guys have all the offensive talent in the world. And then you hire a defensive line coach as your head coach. Yeah, that's smart. We have a defense who's actually decent that doesn't need as much work as the offense. You bring a defensive uh, mastermind, I'm using that as the lightest term possible, uh, into coach the team. The the part that leads, needs the least amount of work you bring in. Yeah, the one that already has a uh, pro bowler on it. Mm -hmm. A couple. Tattoo bet, Dubs. Hey, for what? What's the tattoo bet going let's for? Let's go further. Vasectomy bet. No. How about this? When the Lions. I call that a cabin bet. <laughs> when the Lions make the playoffs, mm -hmm. you get snicked. No. Uh, both ways you win. You don't want children, do you? It, there's something about it, though. There's something about... About what? About having your boys snap. What does your chick do for protection? Uh, right now, we just do the domes. She's not on the pill? No. Oh, man. There's, there's only 97% chance. No, when trust you, me. Uh... Trust me. That's only, we're only shooting at that 97% four times a year. We're fine. Uh, you gotta love a long-term relationship. <laughs> it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Time for Baby Mama Drama with the Maury Minutes. This is Amber. Now, four months ago, 
Amber gave birth to an adorable little girl named Kira. The man she believed is her baby's father, Mike, began making her life a living hell. Not only did Mike immediately start denying the baby, but there is another person who is torturing Amber. It's Mike's mother, Peggy. Peggy says Amber is a no-good gold digger and that the baby looks like an alien. Listen to what Mike and his mother, Peggy, had to say. I'm here today to prove to the audience Amber's nothing but a lying, conniving slut. And I'm not the father of that baby. Amber's nothing but a trashy, gold-digging hoe. The father of that baby can be anybody. Hell, I was a cute baby. That baby looks like nothing but a can of I'm like a mother bear protecting my cubs. Amber, I'm not the father of your baby. Leave me alone, you psycho In the case of four-month-old baby Kira, Mike, you are the father. That was the Maury Minute. I love it. Just a little recap of you. I missed the Maury show. Welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Coming up, Dub does a great game at 9 o'clock. Inmate or Playmate. Yeah, yeah. A chance for you to win prizes by. Picking, uh, I have profiles of different women. Is she a woman, a woman in prison, or is she a woman uh, in the pages of Playboy? Nice. Um, also, to the Fat Man Diaries gives his guide to the weekend. Very jam-packed Thursday night. Steve in Orlando, what do you got, Steve? Hey, what's up, guys? Love your show. Thank you. I uh, just got turned on. Um, hey, just about the Steeler talk. Have you guys ever heard about the Froggers and Oviedo Man? Now, what are the Oviedo Froggers? Uh, this place gets unbelievably crazy. I mean, when the Steelers played the Patriots in the semis last year, mm-hmm. I wore a, I wore a just, you know, total Patriot out, man. I got jumped in the parking lot by like four 45-year-olds, and I'm like <laughs> 23. Uh, is this like a Steeler bar? I mean, a huge Steeler bar. I mean, you can't even... Crazy. I right, dropped the steel curtain down on Dubs? you. No, the funniest thing about it is, is that none of them are from uh, even, even no, around the area. None of them none ever of them. are. They are never from uh, Pittsburgh. They have yeah, some I mean, kind I love Camboy. I love Stedman because I absolutely. Mean, they represent their home. But I mean, none of these people are even like, you no, know, it's just fun. I, it's hilarious. I, I got you. Hey, Dubs, why don't we do this? Why don't we uh, walk in there with Elway jerseys? I'll wear my Shannon Sharp. I'll wear my Ron Dane. He might have his Batman uniform on, though. Now, you think that guy went into the bar knowing it was a Pittsburgh bar, though? Probably. Because if he did, he was probably looking for trouble. I say we go do that with uh, Matt Albert and Fat Baby, who's in town this weekend. Oof. Our boy Cicada. Well, he'll have his old man wrestling shoes on. <laughs> uh, our former <laughs> intern is coming down. It's going to be one hell of an open door tomorrow. Yeah, make t- sure you show up for that. With a Tuttle stunt. Uh, the Comedy Dumplings, Reunited Chicken Gravy and uh, Beef Gravy. That's Matt Albert and Cicada. Learn everything you need to on heretic, uh, hideoutheretics.net, which also is a link on hereticshideout.com. Young Wolf in Ocala. What do you got, Young Wolf? Hey, guys. How y'all doing? All right, brother. Uh, real quick um, comment for you about the home at Millen Hire and the Tampa Bay defensive line coach. Yeah. Um, if you remember correctly, there was another big offensively strong team that hired a Tampa Bay coach away not long ago, the Colts, when they hired Dungy. Mm-hmm. And they sort of, they sort of 
it, it worked well for him. Now, I'm not a Matt Millen fan. And I'm definitely not a Lions fan. I mean, you got to be a douche to be a Lions fan. Please. Agree. I mean, Why would you pile on? We have had enough bad times. <laughs> Absolutely. We don't need your ass. You're right, young wolf. <laughs> Thank you. Genius, young wolf is. I think our best call of the night. I, I can see taking down, like, you know, the Patriots a couple of pegs. But the damned Lions? Leave us alone. We have enough misery. I think it's going to turn around now. <laughs> Just so you have to get the vasectomy. I'm not getting a vasectomy. Chumps. What's up, guys? How are you? Where are you at? I am uh, on my way back now after, uh, I guess... Corralling a very drunk Matt Albert into the uh, car. They just left. Huh? You guys just left? Yeah. You'll be uh, back by 9.15 to do the uh, Chunks Fat Man Diary? Yeah, definitely. We will definitely be back by 9.15, but uh, it was a little difficult getting there, uh, getting out of there, and uh, we've definitely got some stories. Uh, so we'll be there in a couple of minutes. I just want to let you guys know. Matt Albert, get any phone numbers? He's very drunk and just yelling obscenities and shouting out of the top of his lungs. Did um, Matt Albert get any phone numbers? Uh, no, of course not. I mean, we we all tried. All the heretics tried to hook him up, but he just kind of With uh, what, handies? on him. Yeah, right. All right, Chunks, we'll see you at 9.15. All right, guys, see ya. Uh, Chunks, Fat Man Diary coming out uh, after the uh, Inmater Playmate game. All right, Dubs, here's the big news. Okay. Big news of the day. Guess who's back? Osama. Uh, Osama bin Laden released another tape. When you look at Osama, you ever think Snoop Dogg? No, I haven't, but he does kind of have that long face to him. He's real skinny. Mm-hmm. Long arms. I bet if he shaved and did dreads, or maybe did a little dirt stash like Snoop does. The dirt stash and maybe some uh, cornrows. He would very much look like Snoop. All right, this is odd. And now it just refreshed, and somehow the Osama picture's turned upside down. That's so that's so weird. Look at this. It was right set up, and then it just refreshed itself. Now it's upside down. Huh. On the Drudge Report. Refresh it again. See if it pops back around. I wonder what I wonder what Drudge is doing. It means he's stalking you. <laughs> no, it looks like he's trying to piss off Osama more. That's not smart, Drudge. All right, let's take a break and come back. Because we have some serious issues that we need to discuss as Americans. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. That was a great show. I can't get away from the song right now. I was in the break room, and I think CNN had it on for some reason. Odd. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I was just looking at this photo of uh, Osama on a Drudge Report. And he has that Snoop Dogg build. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny, the picture's upside down right now. Still on Drudge? Even after it reloaded? Mm-hmm. That is weird. They just flip it. Um... Jason in Titusville, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, brother. Hey, uh, I think Bin Laden looks a lot more like Scotty Pippen. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right, you know True. what? If, yeah, it'd be one of those things with Conan. If he put together Scotty Pippen and uh, Snoop Dogg, you'd have Osama. Right. You're right. That's a good call, dude. It's the, it's the nose. And that's what I've always said about Pippen. I saw he's, like, doing um, yeah. pregame for ABC. Yeah, ABC. 
and that thing, it's like a fist sitting on his face. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you're, you're a billionaire or a millionaire. Why don't you just go ahead and go get it done? Do you think uh, he would take a lot of crap for it, like in the media and everything? No, please. People say, finally. You're forgiven. It's okay. We yeah. understand you needed it. The community wouldn't turn their back on him? No. Yeah, ain't nobody in the hood uh, from Arkansas where he came up from going to be like, uh, you turned your back on the community because you had a nose job. I say, thank you. Finally, we can put up pictures of you around this town without scaring off children. Without looking like a caricature. Right. That's what he is. He's a walking caricature. Bob and Lake Mary, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Bob? Hey, uh, just call him to let you know that the Froggers, they're all Steeler bars. Oh. And the one in Apopka uh-huh. is mostly from people from Pittsburgh. All right, and so it wouldn't be advisable <laughs> to come in there with another's jersey. Watch, especially me. Denver. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna get the Roethlisberger jersey and set it on fire. I'll, I'll uh, cut the Roethlisberger uh, jersey up and roll down the toilet paper roll with Cabin Boy in it. <laughs> He's well, so pissed. Come on, Cabin Boy. Well, you know we love you. We love you as a person, just not as a Steelers fan. Um, all right, so here's the latest on this stuff. <clears throat> CIA confirms it's Bin Laden on the tape. Uh, Al Jazeera got it, of course. And uh, Bin Laden says, uh, essentially, uh, that al-Qaeda is making preparations for attacks in the United States. But mm-hmm. has offered a truce on fair but undefined uh, defined conditions. Right, here, now, why didn't he define the conditions? Here's what he here's what he says. Okay, right, I'll read it to you. Okay. In response to the substance of the polls in the U.S., which, by the way, it sounds like he speaks great English, uh, which <laughs> indicate that Americans do not want to fight Muslims on Muslim land, nor do they want Muslims to fight them on their land. We do not mind offering a long-term truce based on just conditions that we will stick to. All right, here's more. Okay. We are a nation that God banned from lying and stabbing others in the back. Hence, both parties of the truce will enjoy stability and security to rebuild Iraq and Afghanistan, which were destroyed by war. He's trying to sound like a man of peace. There is no problem in this solution, but it will prevent hundreds of billions from going into... Oh, but it will prevent hundreds of billions from going to influential people and warlords in America, those who supported Bush's electoral campaign. And from this, we can understand Bush and his gang's insistence on continuing wars. So basically he's saying, hey, we'll cut it out if you agree to the circumstances, because none of us really want to fight. Well, that's what he, and this is what he's saying. This is what he's trying to put out on the tape. You he's, can't really trust what he says. He's saying, you don't want to fight us here. You certainly don't want to fight us in America. Let's put all this behind. Let's rebuild Iraq and Afghanistan. And he goes, but I know it's not going to happen because too many people are making too much money off of this war. Now, this is kind of like what uh, Bush said to uh, Saddam when we went in there. Hey, if you just step down. There won't be a war. And you know it's not going to happen. You know Bush, uh, Osama knows Bush ain't going to 
step down, and Bush knew Saddam wasn't going to step down. I was listening to CNN on uh, XM, mm -hmm. and they said something like, I guess it's in the nature, uh, the Muslim nature, before you go to war, the Islamic uh, religion, that before you go to war, you're supposed to offer a truce, or you're supposed to offer a way out. And I guess, and they went through these circumstances in which he did, like previous times. Mm-hmm. So, Dubs, what do you think of this? Does it seem outlandish, or can you not believe Osama bin Laden? Well, I'm, I believe that he is offering a, a truce, but the truce is something that would be so far out there uh, that Bush would never go for it, and probably the American people wouldn't go for it either. It probably wouldn't be a fair truce. I don't even I don't even understand, like... I guess truces only happen in movies. Yeah. Very rarely do when you're fighting a war or you're fighting like with people, even if it's a radio war or mm -hmm. whatever the crap, it's, you know, whenever a truce is called, it's kind of like, you know, getting started with a chick and then there's no payoff. Mm -hmm. And then you just kind of left longing, wanting more. You know what I mean? Um, 407-916-1041, Dave in the Palm Coast, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Dave? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo, dude. This thing with Osama bin Laden, there's a couple things going on here. Uh -huh. Number one, I think, I mean, this is proof we got him up against the ropes. Okay. Well, he's been putting these uh, tapes out before he was up against the ropes. I mean, and he, has, he is on the run. I mean, there's no yeah, doubt there's about no that. Doubt that he's been uh, he's been weakened but, very mean, much. If they're, if, if they're talking, you know, to do a treaty and all this kind of stuff, you know, mm -hmm. I, I think what it is, is is he's getting political with it. He watches CNN. Mm -hmm. He knows what popular opinion is. So that's what he's going after. But he, there, I really seriously doubt there's going to be more attacks on American soil because he knows all that's going to do is bring America together, just like 911 did. You know, that that's going to bring people together and just make them want to, you know, make us all want to go after him more. Right. We got him on the ropes, man. He, they need to recuperate. They need to, you know, realign their troops, realign their. Uh, their command the cells and all that stuff. I mean, right. Osama, there's one thing you uh, you can't say about him. He's not a dumb man. And no, uh, I mean, even, even everybody says who in the administration and everything say he's a bright guy. Yeah, I mean, he's a smart guy, and smart guys don't warn people before they do something. You know, they don't give you, you know, they, they, they want to catch you by surprise. So this tape going out there, it, the, it, it has to be something of, Okay, we just need to keep them thinking that we might attack them. So maybe, you know, they they'll back off a little bit. Four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one. Yeah, that's what this ain't sweet tea is saying. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever for a terrorist to warn of attacks to come. Mm -hmm. It just really doesn't ever So do you think then that the... now we were talking earlier about conspiracies. Yeah. Doesn't it just seem like this is with everything that's going down with the administration, with the wiretapping and this, that, and the other, now all of a sudden this is out, and immediately Cheney and Bush start running out saying, see, we have to be able to wiretap you without your permission, without the court's permission. See, we have to be able to do this. Uh, remember, it's been four years, but it could happen at any time. Usually I call you a conspiracy theorist, but I think you are exactly right on this. I think they, uh, because when this first started happening, every time anything bad had happened, uh, the either the terror level would go up or a tape would come out or something like that. I I would throw out it's probably a coincidence. It's probably a coincidence, but four or five years straight of it, it's not a coincidence. 
And people are even saying, too, uh, isn't that the weird thing, though, like where we're at right now for the, a lot of Americans? Mm-hmm. Just I'm getting so much feedback of I, I don't believe that it's real or I think we've been holding on to this tape for a very long time. You just got to even bring that up in a sense. Yeah. Uh, stink, uh, stink bug, and I four you're in the hideout. Where you got stink bug? Hey, you just uh, I I did have a different point at the beginning, but you just mentioned the thing about conspiracies mm-hmm. and the World Trade Center attacks, and that's one thing that I whenever I tell this to anybody, they're like you're nuts. But that's one thing that I was I've always wondered about is something as big as an airplane heading towards a building as big as a World Trade Center and nobody caught that on a radar or anything like that? Don't they have sophisticated equipment to detect these sort of things? I, I mean, I thought that they saw that. I mean, that, that was the big thing about the FAA did see uh, that these things were hijacked and they were headed back toward New York. Yeah, they yeah. Ha- they had a little bit of a warning, but I mean... It- it was just, uh, so many things had to go wrong for it to happen, and so many things uh, did go wrong. That, that had to be a lot of things, man, because all they had reportedly were box cutters. Not right. guns, not even a pocket fisherman, box cutters. <laughs> right. Nobody could tackle these guys. No, I hear you, dude. Hey, man, I've been thinking about this for a long time. Thank you, Stinkbug. Did no you have problem. a question? All right, thank you, bro. 407-916-1041-888-978. Now, I'm not going to go to the... Uh, Mel Gibson's dad length of uh, conspiracy theories where he thinks uh, that uh, the World Trade Center was not uh, by Al-Qaeda. It was by remote control. What? Yeah. He believes that uh, the government played a hand and uh, did it by remote control. All right. I'm going to check this out. This ain't sweet. He says, check out the website 911inplainsight.com. I'm I'm All right. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, talking about the fact that Osama is back, and so is uh, Matt. <laughs> Screw that bastard. <laughs> so, so is Matt Albert. All right, turn his mic off for now. You just sit there and... Uh, Why? Until he swears, leave it on. He promises he won't swear. All right, Matt. You just you just lay there. All right. Let's talk to uh, Nicole in Orlando. You're next up in the Hideout. What do you got, Nicole? Skank. Come on. Okay. Yo. I think the biggest fallacy we can have as Americans is believing that any Middle Eastern extremist is rational. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I mean, think that they wouldn't come to think that they wouldn't attack us because we would there would be repercussions. They don't care. I think a bigger mistake is thinking they're all idiots, though. Yeah. And oh, uh, no, they're not. I mean, they're not, but they. They do not have any kind of values on life that we do. I, they just, I mean, they, 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 differently. they think the same of us. So, I mean, it's a, it's an odd thing to be in. You yeah, know? It, they really do because they, they think that we're, you know, heathen infidels who, who waste our lives, who foul our bodies by taking in stuff. I don't like, know what you're talking about. Like pork and liquor and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Yeah. Liquor? What's liquor? <laughs> Richard and Melbourne, you're in the hideout. We got Richard. How you doing, guys? Hey, brother. Interesting topic tonight. Thank you. But I really disagree with that last caller. I, I think us and, and Al-Qaeda are worthy opponents. He, This is a man that has inflicted more casualties in the United States on soil than either Hirohito could or Hitler right. in World War II. He did it. He did it with economic resources that were infinitesimal 
small. His resources were very Speak small, English. and he was very <laughs> successful. No, I hear he, he has all the month. He has a year to sit there and plot and plan how to attack a democracy. Here's what worries me too: is that, I mean, and I've always said this about uh, Al Qaeda. They're waiting for the big strike. Because you you got to understand, too. Like Roger Clemens. Uh, <laughs> th- thank you, Matt Albert. you got to realize that if they wanted, they could do these little car bombs and suicide bombers I here. I a couple car bombs. <laughs> Irish. Irish. But uh, I, I fear that they're really, really waiting for that big one. And that's what worries me the most. And he says in the heartland Big of America. Big was already here, wasn't he? <laughs> All right. You calm oh, down over there. Smelly one, too. <laughs> calm down, man. Smell like onions and ass. <laughs> Smack daddy in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Boom, well, that's been riding the hey, trails for a couple years. What's going on? Uh, listen, our government, and let me tell you something. Can, they probably know where uh, he is. They just don't want to find him. And I'm going to give you a prime example of this. All righty. You know? If 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 they found then they wouldn't be no reason to be over there anymore and milking us good old Americans out of all our tax money for all the BS and stuff over there. Because right after cash. he was responsible for bombing the embassy down in South South Africa and killing all those people, our government put out a I think it was a five million dollar reward, dead or alive, on him. Right. And it yeah. wasn't shortly after that that uh, I don't remember which news media it was, NBC, CBS, what. They had a in the desert in his tent with camera up front interview with, but the CIA, Secret Service, and all that they can't find. Yeah, but some, well, yeah, somehow MSNBC can, but uh, the CIA can't. No matter what, I, I even if they don't know where he is, they aren't using all the resources that they could to find him. I know that much for sure. Here's the other thing that worries me too, Dubs, is that now Iran's in the middle of this. Uh, Rice, uh, Condoleezza Rice says, oh, there's no point. In more Iran negotiations. Why not? Um, and it's so funny because now we're on the side of France because France believes this. We're saying, hey, France doesn't even want to do it. So now it's a whole thing of um, there's not that much to talk about after Iran has resumed its atomic activities. And here's what the president of Iran says. He goes, uh, we're asking them to step down from their ivory towers and act with a little logic. Who are you to deprive us from fulfilling our goals? You think you're the lord of the world and everybody should follow you, but that's the wrong idea. Basically saying you're not the boss of me. Yeah. That's what Iran ran out there in their debate. You're not the boss of me. But, because they say they want it so that they can have, uh, like, uh, stories. uh, Not stories, but uh, good electrical, like, you know, just kind of like we have here where energy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And they're not using it for weapons. Yeah, but don't they also want the uh, weapons-grade plutonium? And they also uh, believe that the Holocaust wasn't real. So, you know, I don't know if this guy has any... Uh, the what? Uh, I'm going to stay out of that one. Uh, <laughs> legitimacy. Uh, Stop. You shut the hell up. Hey, Four, Jeroen, uh, how you doing? 407 916 All right, cut his mic. <laughs> no. Cut his Leave mic it on. on. I told him. I warned him about that. Leave it on. He didn't swear. No. It... Let's go to... Uh, Let's go to uh, Stamper in Bear Lake. You're in the hideout. What do you got, Stamper? What's going on, hideout? Yo, dude. Man, what smells in here? Oh, Matt. Sorry. <laughs> hey, oh, I got the perfect example of how to get Osama all at once. Uh-huh. All right, right now he wants to negotiate, right? Right. Well, we got satellite phones, right? Mm-hmm. So I imagine we got satellite video phones. So 
So we sent him a nice little UPS package and a satellite video phone with a GPS on it. About three hours into their little negotiations, either the satellite phone blows up in his damn face or we put a bullet in the back of his head. Right. I don't think uh, he would fall for that. Honestly, you can't think he's an idiot. You know, that's the last thing you can do. And who do you address the package to? Caves. Yeah, the cave somewhere in Pakistan. Yes, Matt Albert. Go ahead, Tommy. Turn his mic back on. I just wanted my mic back on. (laughs) That's what you raised your head. Drew and Claremont, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Drew? Hey, I totally agree with you guys having, you know, saying that this is a conspiracy. I mean, because, you know, he's... I don't understand the videotapes. I mean, because, you know, he's always in some sort of room. Like, I, I never see him in a cave. Yeah, he's been in a cave a couple times with some, like, uh, some kind of tapestries behind him. Yeah, and, I mean, with that, I mean, if he's living in a cave, how can he possibly have a dialysis machine? Yeah. I mean, the guy's dying of kidney failure. Yeah, that's and that's the story you keep hearing, and this is an audio tape. It's not a videotape from what I understand. It's just the audio tape. Oh, boy. Mm. What do you think, Matt? I think they should bomb him. Hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> Put a little rednecks over there. A couple from Georgia, a couple from Alabama. Give them some shotguns. Give them some shells. Yeah, they'll find them. It's working deliverance, isn't it? <laughs> TL in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, TL? Hey, guys. Yeah, I was just calling about that guy that was worried about the box cutter. Uh-huh. I, I used to wonder about that too. Um, back um, when it first happened for a few days, uh, how did they take over the plane with box cutters? But uh, what really happened was all it is is basically they took hostages with them, and they thought this is going to be the usual thing, you know, back before nine eleven, right? You know, hostage plane thing. And yeah, they, they weren't. They weren't. Uh, they didn't think they'd be flying into a World Trade Center or anything. They thought that they were going. They were going for money or something. Basically, and they'd be thinking, like, set free. Yeah, they'd go land somewhere, and some of the uh, hostages would get off the back of the plane. And it, 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 what it, confused me though? Hmm. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what confused me though was why they uh, kept like little pocket knives and stuff like that banned for so long since, you know, nobody's going to let that happen again. Yeah, and that's uh, you're completely right, and that's why eventually they said you can bring scissors on board. I think you could even bring box cutters back on back on board now, too. Because as soon as anyone gets up to go to the front of the plane, yeah. everyone starts running toward them. You know? I mean, even if they would not have had box cutters, if you were on a plane before this whole incident would have happened, would you have done anything? No. I mean, you would just probably sit there and be like, whoa, I'm not getting involved. Yeah, let's just let them get their money or whatever. And uh... That's why it won't ever happen on a plane again. Now it won't, but I mean, as far as people bringing up the box cutters, they could have done it without box cutters. All right, Brian in Melbourne, you got you. what about this conspiracy theory? What do you got? Okay, I wanted to ask J-Dub a couple of questions, if you don't mind me eating a couple, couple minutes of uh, airtime. Sure, right. quick. Now, you disagree with the remote explosion theory, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, now, my thing is, if you run something as big as a 747 into a building that tall, mm-hmm. and it gets uh, corroded on one side and falls over, it's going to take out about, what, 12 city blocks ballpark? I don't know if it would take out 12 city blocks. I- Maybe. I mean, I'll entertain this. Yeah, sure. Okay. Now, if you've ever watched any of those specials on, say, the Learning Channel or anything like mm-hmm. that about these, this family that blows buildings up from the inside and implodes them, yes. What to say? These big buildings in New York City and highly populated areas aren't don't have those systems built into them already. So therefore, they detonate the building to thereby save further life if the building toppled over. 
You're just speaking gibberish. No, I mean, no. I, no, I understand what he's saying. I, but I, I'd never even heard of this remote control theory before. This is a brand new one to me. It launched uh, Colin Quinn's career. Uh, <laughs> from what, but is, are you saying so that this was so, so in so words? It was self-detonating. Is that what Hi. you're saying? In, in a worst-case scenario, you know, someone basically had their finger on a button to implode the building. As opposed to allowing it to topple over and kill hundreds now, of thousands now, of people. Why, now, why and who has their? Uh, I mean, I, I understand the why. I understand your reason for the why. I don't know if I agree with it or not. But who has their uh, finger on the button? Who's in charge of that? Cookie Monster. That, that, yeah, that part I haven't figured out yet. But that's my theory. Oh, well, let I've me know. No basis. Uh, well, let me know when you figure it out. Thank you, Brian. It's uh, interesting. Yeah, Jimmy Jam. What are you gonna add? Heretics Hideout uh, or uh, HereticsHideout.com. Uh, Sama's record is uh, number nine right now. The mixtape for Sama on Billboard right now. Oh, is that? Oh, have you seen the pictures of his uh, niece? Yes, very hot. So hot. I'd tap it. I'm sure you would. Did you meet any ladies tonight, Matt? I met Cat. <laughs> nice. You want to massage a little bit later on? Yes. <laughs> I wanted to massage my neck. <laughs> <laughs> so drunk. You gotta isolate that. You gotta so drink. <laughs> yeah, chunks. All night I've had to deal with this. A girl walks out. A girl walks out of Patty McGee's. Chunks, come here. Gives me a hug. Who's that man? He's like, I'm not really sure, dude. I tap it. I would tap it. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you would. You friggin' retard. All right, let's take a break. All right. I would not bang Bizarre Jesus. (laughs) I couldn't imagine the two of you doing the scissor move. Uh, All right, let's take a break. Dubs. um, All right, that was a good conversation about Osama, but now it's time to switch gears a little bit because we have to do the um, hideout door prize blowout, Mm -hmm. give away some prizes, and also the chunks of Batman Your head looks like a peanut (laughs) M&M. You're just hungry. Yeah. <laughs> You're starving, aren't you? Yeah, I haven't eaten anything today. Um, no wonder he's so drunk. All right, let's take a break, Dubs. Dubs, you I want to snack time too? Do you? I had two pieces of pizza. You were in snack time? I had two pieces of pizza, two cheese pieces of pizza. <laughs> Did people look at you oddly? Yeah, like, what are you doing here? I hope there's pizza after you leave. <laughs> Uh, Why am I being self-deprecating? This is not supposed to be funny. Um, Dubs, do you want to give us an example question of uh, inmate well, or playmate? Well, the uh, the questions are actually audio, um, and uh, I can give you guys the first one. All right, do we have the audio clip? They're back there. Uh, yeah. So cue up the first one. What play, uh, inmate or playmate is? I have a recording of a woman's profile. You have to decide if she's an inmate or a playmate. She gives you her likes, dislikes, all kinds of information, and you just tell me if she's an inmate at the prison or a playmate out of Playboy. Yeah. All right. Hi, my name is Cassandra. I'm 5'5", and I have long blonde hair with sparkling blue-green eyes. I enjoy walking the beach, going to the movies, or just sitting at home cooking dinner, then cuddling on the couch, laughing at each other and getting lost in each other's company. Am I an inmate or a playmate? All right, 407 Very simple game. Inmate or playmate next on The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, light them up, The Hideout Door Prize Blowout. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. It's Star 1041 and your singular wireless phones. 
All right, during the commercial break, real fast, Matt Albert literally collapsed face first onto the floor here in the hideout. Um, you all right? Yeah. Yes. I know you said you need something to steady you, and then you hugged me to lean on me, and then everyone warned me that you've been nut-checking everybody tonight. Yeah. How funny, man. You proud of yourself? Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's uh, let's do inmate or playmate. Let's go to Pedro in St. Pete, who, by the way, created Matt, Al- Lo- Matt Albert logos. I wonder if he's Hispanic. Uh, he created you some badass logos, so shut it. Uh, <laughs> all right, Pedro, you ready? I'm ready. All right, here, we're going to play the uh, inmate or playmate, the first clip again for you. Hi, my name is Cassandra. I'm 5'5", and I have long blonde hair with sparkling blue-green eyes. I enjoy walking the beach, going to the movies, or just sitting at home cooking dinner, then cuddling on the couch, laughing at each other, and getting lost in each other's company. Am I an inmate or a playmate? Definitely an inmate. That is an inmate. Inmate Cassandra is under the custody of uh, Florida right now uh, for... Fraud, forgery, and grand theft. She went in at 06, 07, 2005. She'll be out in 02, 14, 2006. Right on. How many of these do we have, Doug? We have uh, eight. All right, so do you want, right. So we'll do a, if you get the first one wrong, we'll give you a second chance. Yeah. Pedro, you are a winner. Hang tight, brother. All right. Good job. Also, good job on those logos. Do we have those up on the website yet? All right, the logos are up on realradio.fm on the hideout page. Um... All right, inmate or playmate? Who's uh, next up? Who's been on hold? Jim. You ready, Jim? Hello, this is Jeff, actually. Uh, Jeff? Okay, Jeff. Sorry about that, Jeff. Uh, Fathead Gibbs screwed it up. All right, here we go, Jeff. Inmate or playmate? Hi, my name is Raquel. I am 5'4 with brown hair. I'm looking for a knowledgeable man who is not flashy, just for attention. I attended culinary school and really enjoy cooking. Am I an inmate or a playmate? Inmate or playmate? I'm going to go inmate. No, I'm sorry. That's uh, playmate. That's Raquel Gibson, Miss uh, November 2005. All right, holy, all right, so you get another shot, uh, Jeff. Sure. Uh, here's a, here's your second go-around on. Inmate or playmate? Dubs, I'm liking this. Erica, the promotion's got his voice these? Yeah, she cut the voice work for him. So hot. So hot. All right, here we go. Here's another one. Hi, my name's Shannon. I'm fun-loving and adventurous. I'm very open-minded and intimate. Honesty and loyalty are very important to me. I don't have any hang-ups, so there's no need to be shy with me. I love nature and, for most of all, enjoy the simple things in life with someone special. Am I an inmate or a playmate? Uh, I'm going to stick with my fantasy uh, inmate. That is an inmate. Shannon is currently... uh under Florida custody, uh, for trafficking cocaine. She went to jail. <laughs> Party uh, girl. <laughs> November of uh, November 17th of 2004. She won't be out until uh, 0902. 2009. All right, we'll be waiting there for her. Yeah, we're marking the calendars on that. Now, Dubs, have you gotten the links? Like, have you seen the photos for these girls? Yeah, here are the... the for some reason, when I printed them up, the, uh, the photos for the playmates didn't show up. The inmates were right there. Those are the first two we've already gone through. Uh, they are fairly cute, and they're mm-hmm. in their little jumpsuits, too, which is hot. All right, let's move on to, let's see, RJ in Daytona. RJ, you ready? Inmate or yeah, playmate? Yeah, let's go. All right, brother. Hi, my name's Melissa. I'm 5'3", with brown hair and green eyes. I like older men who are honest and love a little excitement in their life. I love the outdoors and traveling. Am I an inmate or playmate? Got to go with playmate. 
I'm sorry, that's an inmate. Melissa is uh, under Florida custody, of course. All these are all these chicks are in Florida. Uh, she's uh, in for obstruction of a crime uh, crime investigation and possession of cocaine. She went to jail December 2004. She won't be released till December of 2006. Oh, oh, well, that's uh, this that's this December. Yeah. All right, so that's one that even closer we should have a party mm-hmm. with. Absolutely. All right, RJ, you're gonna get a second chance. Inmate or playmate? The Hideout right. Door Prize Blowout on Real Radio 104.1. Hi, my name's Amanda. I'm 5'8", with blonde hair. My long-term goal is to be a wife and a mom. I love a man with a southern accent and a good smile. I really hate bad teeth. Am I an inmate or a playmate? Got to say playmate on that one. She is a playmate. Nice. Amanda. That's what I thought. Good call, RJ. Amanda Page, Miss October 2005. Uh, play, her, play that one again. Hi, my name's Amanda. I'm 5'8", with blonde hair. My long-term goal is to be a wife and a mom. I love a man with a southern accent and a good smile. I really hate bad teeth. Am I an inmate or a playmate? Um, I like how the goal is to basically get knocked up. Yeah. Well, wait, can you go back and play Melissa's one more time? This is my favorite. I didn't get to comment on it. Hi, my name's Melissa. I'm 5'3", with Melissa. brown hair and green eyes. I like older men who are honest and love a little excitement in their life. I love the outdoors and traveling. Am I an inmate or playmate? She loves the outdoor and traveling, but doesn't get either of them. Right, and stuck in jail. I love going out into the courtyard. <laughs> I love traveling to the laundry room. Excitement in life means shiv in the ribs. <laughs> right, that's what it is, a nice shank. Uh, let's go to... High and homemade wine in the toilet. Travis and Daytona, you're next up in the hideout on Road Radio. Uh, inmate or playmate? Hi, my name is Katrina. I'm fun-loving, adventurous, sexy black female. I'd love to find someone to share my hopes, dreams, heart, and mine with. I have a big heart and want to share it and find something brand new. Am I an inmate or a playmate? Uh, definitely inmate. Yes, she is an inmate. She uh, is in Florida, of course, and... She went to jail for battery and possession of cocaine. <laughs> I, I love all the coke chicks. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding? She went uh, in 04, to, uh, 12, 2004, and she'll be released uh, 05, 01, 2006. Yeah. And she's a hot little number, too. All right, so she's out then? No. 05, 05. Oh, oh, okay, my bad. Uh, which one is she? The bottom one. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh. She's, she's a beefy black one. Yeah. Aren't they all? <laughs> Come on, Matt. All right. Um, I screwed up line four. Uh, who is this in the, on the phone? This is Mike. All right, Mike. You ready to play? Let's go. All right. Here we go. Inmate or playmate? Hi. My name's Tammy. I'm 5'9", strawberry blonde, and a fun girl who loves life and bettering myself. I love to make new friends. Am I an inmate or playmate? Better myself. Uh, let's try playmate. No, I'm sorry. That's an inmate. Oh, Tammy in custody of Florida. Two counts of DUI manslaughter. She went in and <laughs> in 03, 05, 2004. She ain't getting out till 03, 05, 2018. Uh, uh, you'll get another chance in a second, Mike. Yeah, Matt. I was like bettering myself, as if you know. Yeah. Bettering myself means not killing people. <laughs> right. Exactly. I right. work on that one. Good job. Maybe next time I'll close one eye while I drive. <laughs> All right. Uh, Next here, time I won't have an extra shot of Jaeger. All right, here we go, Mike. Here's the, uh, the last question. Hi, my name is Vanessa. I'm a blonde, and humility is my fetish. I love Southern athletic men. If you are constantly on your cell phone or unpatriotic, please don't try to get with me. Am I an inmate or a playmate? Looking for a guy from Deltona, apparently. <laughs> stars and bars, baby. 
What do you got? Inmate. I'm sorry, that's a playmate. Oh, Vanessa yeah. Vanessa Holscher, uh, Miss September 2005. All right, Dubs, I love the game. Let's hear it for J-Dubs. We'll have to, I'll have to find more of these. The, the terrible part about it was there's like a uh, website, www.meet-inmates.com, I believe. And that's where I found like the profiles. But then you have to go on the state website to find these girls just with their first name. So it tends to be a pain in the ass. And you'll won't be you'll be surprised on how many lie on their age, of how old they actually are. I've been on that uh, meet uh, inmate dot com site mm-hmm. before, and I was I was like I've been on that years ago, and I was I tried to put a uh, well never mind <laughs> <laughs> word words are not good for me right now. They're, They're your enemy. Working. They're not working. No. Shut up, Italian. <laughs> Chunks, you're a little... Good one. You guido bastard. All right, hold on a second. Chunks, you're a little pissed you're at Matt Albert, you're aren't you? You're black anyway. Shut it. All right, hey, you be quiet. Whatever, Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> what happened, uh, Chunks? We're, we're, we're driving home, and he falls asleep or passes out on my shoulder, and it feels like a bridge collapses on me. And he's just sitting there drooling, and we're listening We're listening uh, to, the, to the station on the way back, and you guys will say something, and occasionally he'll just grunt... <laughs> and try and tell a joke or something, but it's just so... Like it, you were in the studio? Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, I'll be funny tomorrow, I swear. I'll be funny tomorrow. Ugh. I'm sorry, Hefe. It's like, dude, Hefe is not here. We're in the car. <laughs> we're not even at the studio yet. Shut up, you, you derogatory for an Italian. I mean, he just keeps shouting it out, and then he, he keeps telling me my family history. Shut up, you damn greaser. Yeah. All right, let's take a break, and we'll come back. Speaking we'll of chunks. some damn spaghetti, you bastard. All right. Uh, <laughs> chunks, some damn lasagna. Chunks and the fat man. Di- Tony. Uh, chunks. That's all you got is food jokes. <laughs> He's starving. The chunks and the fat man diary next in the hideout. You want a gondola, you bastard? <laughs> Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> all right, welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Once F and Dubs Thursday night in the hideout. By the way, congratulations to Michelle Meinhoff, um, Wes Cruz, and Orlando Resto. All of them winners for the MSF Basic Rider course at Orlando Harley Davidson next Monday through Wednesday with me. And uh, we're going to get everything we need, papers wise, testings wise, testing wise, in order to uh, be able to ride a motorcycle in the state of Florida. Gibbs, have you been able to get a hold of any of them to let them know that they were winners? Uh, we're going to call him tomorrow. Okay. Good job, Gibbs. All right. We'll okay. stay on top of it. We'll just wait till tomorrow, then. Uh, time for the Chunks Fat Man Diary. The Chunks Fat Man bro- Diary uh, brought to you by uh, Universal Foam, Inc., Architectural Shapes and Sculpture for Themed Environments. Call 407-568-8914 or visit them on the web at universalfoaminc.com. <laughs> It's the Chunks Fat Man Diary. Now, as a public service, the hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. Just a little, uh, getting over Matt, sleeping on my shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) This one's kind of based, I found it, um, you, you guys are big fans of The Ringer, so, uh, I dug deep in the archives and found a... Never saw it, but thanks for uh, giving me a fan. I liked it. Yeah. Found one of them that uh, most closely related to it. June 13th, 1993. Today, I got invited to my very first party. 
I'm so excited. I had thought everyone had hated me, but I guess I was wrong. <laughs> My mom always told me that I was a good person, but sometimes it's hard to believe when everyone calls you fat and tell you that you have a thimble D. What? Yeah. Your mom told you that? No, everyone uh. else. I'm not sure what that means exactly, but it hurt my feelings nonetheless. I arrived at the party with some cookies and a two liter of Pepsi. <laughs> Great! You're here, Billy said, the host of the party. Now you're talking about the ringer, right? No. I heard they had, they had, I heard they had to use a ringer to get the sweat out of your sister's clothes. <laughs> That's just what I, somebody told me. Somebody. Somebody cackling. Go ahead with your story. Go, fatty. <laughs> oh, t- all right. I'm just going to go on with the story. <laughs> Great, you're here, Billy said, when I Go arrived. John Travolta. All right, let him talk. <laughs> Thank you, Billy. I'm excited that you invited me. Shut up, uh, turd face. I didn't invite you, Billy said. My mom forced me to. She said that I had to invite you and Larry the retard. You guys might remember Larry from a prior Fat Man Diary. Yeah. I, I guess I was in a LD for six years and didn't know it. And oh, yeah. Larry was in one of my classes. Yeah, you were in stupid class. You didn't even know it. Yeah. Oh, I said. You thought I'd invite you? You have an ass face, Billy said. But anyway, I'm glad you're here. You can watch Larry. Make sure he doesn't break anything. Thanks for the Pepsi. He then grabbed the Pepsi and dumped it into the yard. You're a loser. We're drinking beer. What? I, I was getting the uh, the big hands massage. I thought I yeah. thought Kimmy's hands got a little bigger and rougher than normal. Yeah, Kimmy was massaging, and then um, <laughs> then Lester Big Hands slipped in. He was uh, doing good. All of us. He was doing great. All of a sudden, her hands were like menthols. <laughs> I'm sexually attracted to Alright, Chunks, you were talking about you and a retard. Larry was a retard that I've been taking special classes with. He has an enormous head and one of his eyes hangs out of the socket a little bit. What? It's true. One of his eyes... Brian Peppers, easily, like his his face. Hey, Larry, I said. Hey! He barked at me. In the meantime, Billy's pit bull had walked over with a ball in its mouth. Your ball. No. Oh. You want to play fetch, I asked? I grabbed the ball and threw it. Does your sister play fetch with a ham bone? (laughs) Just asking. Yeah, okay. With her thinning thinning hairline and fat thighs. All right. No offense. No offense. With all due respect, of course. Your sister's a whore. What are you you talking about? What are you talking about? I uh, swear to God, you fat piece of crap. A, a the damn, I've had to watch the damn whore. Crisco kid all night. I've been nothing but nice to him. All right, Matt Al- This is what I get. Matt biggie, Albert- biggie, biggie, biggie. Yeah. Sometimes words hypnotize me. Matt Albert's a little drunk That right doesn't now. even make sense. <laughs> all right, finish your story. I want to say things, but I can't. Finish your Till story. after 10. Finish your story, John. I apologize for that. I hate Sicilians. I grab- <laughs> I grabbed the ball and threw it. As soon as I threw it, Larry took off running. <laughs> so the retard's chasing the ball. He was howling at the same time. 
let out sort of a bellow. He grabbed the ball, and immediately Billy's dog ran over and bit Larry on the hand, <laughs> sending him into a screaming fit. <laughs> Dude, shut up! You're going to get us in trouble, I said, as Larry was running around. I watched in horror as he ran into the open pool. I panicked and jumped in the pool to pull him out. He screamed. I had to wait until he finally tired out and stopped panicking in the water. Unfortunately, he had grown quite limp. It is like, oh, yeah, all right. Shrinkage. Shrinkage. <laughs> I'm the, a virgin. I don't know what it's going to feel like. As I pulled him out, I realized he wasn't breathing. I had remembered something about beating someone's chest if they stopped breathing to get them to breathe again. So I sat on the Tard's chest and started hitting him. Speaking of Tard's, how is your sister? Oh. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. You're going from fat to Tard. She's a fat Tard. You're reaching. <laughs> What one is it? <laughs> Tubby Tard. Tubby Tard Chunks. I thought all retards were midgets. All right, stop. Just tell your stupid they story. They are. I don't even want to finish it now. No, I'm invested. I'm not dissuaded. I'm invested. You're what? Dissuaded. <laughs> Spell it. I bet you can't. I sat out in the Tard's chest and started hitting him about 15 times. He finally awoke and yelled at a moan. What the hell is going on? Does your sister make the same sounds when you refill her trough? No, when she tries to rage. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> she was nothing but nice to you. Nothing but nice to you. Yeah, on, on all four of her hoofs. Yeah, four. That, what did you say? <laughs> I don't even know where I am right now. I can't breathe it. He started breathing. Maitland. He started breathing? <laughs> he did... Uh, Tard's chest. I hope her heart stops again. What the hell are you talking about? All right, it's getting annoying now. Finish it. I'm. I turned around at that very moment, again in horror, to see Billy and his mom. His mom runs over and yells at me. You sick perv! What kind of sexual fetish is that? You're gonna go to hell. But Miss, shut it! She yells. I was punished. Did the music run out? Yeah. I guess that's a long one. Yeah. Well, when you stop every five minutes to yell, Matt, who's just sitting here hanging out? I was punished with five weeks. Chilling like a mad villain. Psychotherapy. That's the end of that one. I guess everyone ran out when I was trying to save this retard, and they thought I was humping him. I had to live. Yeah. I had to live that one up in school for for years to come after that. So you raped the retard. No, I didn't actually really rape. I was trying to save his life. Uh, he he was in the pool and kind of was not breathing when I pulled him out. And um, Speaking of pulling out, how is your mom? <laughs> what, <laughs> what does that mean? Because she never had him? Yeah, what um, does that mean? Abortion is good. All right. Um, let's go to Chris. Chris, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Hey, I figured out. Why that guy is still a virgin. Matt Albert? Yeah, there's a lot of my friends who are either gay or bi mm-hmm. or um, don't want to admit it. When they get drunk and totally canned, well, they start grabbing other guys. I hear tonight that he's been grabbing other guys and just 
you know, making a general uh, observation like right. I have from some of my friends, uh, I think he's gay. All right, Matt? Yeah, I'm queering it up over here. <laughs> Get that? Yeah, isolate it. Now, here's the thing about Matt Albert, and here's why he's a virgin. He's a fat pig. I'm too nice. Because he's six, <laughs> yeah, because he's six five, five hundred pounds, graying with patchy baldness. I'm not patchy. <laughs> Ashy. Patchy. And he doesn't leave the house because he's afraid he's gonna get lost. Um, yes, yeah, so Doogie. I got Tarant- here, didn't I? Doogie Tarantino. I'm pretty sure he's still just waiting for the right girl. Yeah. yeah that's it. <laughs> All right, let's talk to. Um... Was I supposed to talk then? No. I'm sorry. Because there was a pause. Oh, I thought you were waiting for me. Kimmy. I'll sleep for quick. Kimmy. Uh, Kimmy, would you uh, be willing to take Matt Albert's virginity? <laughs> Negative. If Aww. you grew a chin. Oh, be nice. <laughs> so, what's wrong with you? You just came after me first. I, I was so self-defense. Oh, is that when you knocked over the glass? I didn't even touch him. Maybe if you unstretch your... Uh, Stop. What are you talking about? Uh, you behave. That's from the kid. Stop. What are you talking about? Oh, you're such a, you're such a dick. You're queering it up over here. <laughs> Matt, this isn't going to help you get laid. Whatever. <laughs> you know. I was uh, I was hanging out with Matt a little bit earlier, and uh, we went out, and he told this chick that uh, she needed stomach stapling. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said I said I had a, I had my stomach stapling, and you know Uber dude. Yeah. She was trying to hit on him, and I I said he was a he was a Moroccan from Finland, and she <laughs> fell for it. What are you doing? Why are you trying to see block everybody? She she had like she was fifty and had dyed red hair. And she was <laughs> Greek. <laughs> Behave. She deserved it. Alright, um. She had to come. Alright, Doogie Tarantino, what were you gonna say? That was, that was <clears throat> the same middle aged lady that asked me if I had an oversized wiener, and I was so, uh, like, appalled by it that I didn't even have time to lie. But you do, though, right? It's on the larger size of average with a little bit of hook to the right. Okay, stop, <laughs> thank you. So how I'm being honest. No, uh, no it's gotta be. It Alright, stop, right. I don't care. <laughs> Cassie in Melbourne, you're in the hideout of Road Radio. What do you got, Cassie? It should be mandatory that uh, Matt Albert is drunk every time he comes in because this is the funniest show you guys have ever done. Thank you. Uh, Cassie, you want to take it? <laughs> it's the hideout, Real you Radio. take it all? I'll give it to you. Real Radio 104.1. I'll give it to you. All right, welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, Matt Albert is in here, and he is drunk as hell. He was in the green room, Dubs. And I walked back from going to the restroom with Doogie Tarantino and Snatchy Cakes, letting them in, and there's Matt. I guess there's cake in the green room, and it was just all over his face. Like he I, went, I walked back there too. I saw him with a fistful of uh, cake in his hand. I and what were you what were you saying to me uh, during the commercial break? I can't pick up Sid tomorrow. Why I, not? I, and here's the thing: our buddy Sid Kata, former intern, the other half of the comedy dumplings. Matt is beef gravy. Sid Kata is chicken gravy. And. Um, Cicada is going to be in town tomorrow for what is going to be, I think, the best open door ever. Tuttle's got to do a big stunt, actually, that we need to talk to Misfit Matt about. I'm not drinking tomorrow. And, but you have to, because Sid gets in at 5 o'clock, 
on U.S. Airways. You know, we have to be here preparing for the show. You need to go pick I'll them up. I'll pay for a taxi. No, you won't. With what money? I swear to God, I'll pay for a taxi. You got to go pick up Cicada. I can't. I almost crashed <laughs> on the way to the place. I, yeah, I heard about this. Chunks, tell me about driving over to uh, Patty McGee's this afternoon. Uh, again, just a nightmare. Uh, probably... I don't know. I'd say right less than two know. blocks away from the station. You shut it, woman. What <laughs> are you talking about? I think he's talking a cat. <sighs> but less than two blocks. I um, lip, I'll jiggle my zipper. <laughs> <laughs> you take a left. You take a left to get in on the highway. Mm-hmm. So the light, the left-hand turn arrow turns green, and Matt's going a good pace. He's like, "Hey, man, um, we might miss this." And he just goes, no, don't worry about it. It turns yellow for a long time. And then he guns it. About two seconds later, it turns red. And he slams the brakes on. And, Ooh, that's dangerous. And goes about, he goes about a car length over the line for the turn the turn lanes. Who's basically sticking out there. I imagine the inertia with that uh, fat ass in there has to just be yeah. terrible. And then after that, he starts cracking up. He just starts gay. He's like, ha, ha, ha. I told you I didn't know how to drive. I'm like, it's not funny, man. So then we're driving over to the place, and there's and there's an intersection where it kind of forks off a little bit. Mm-hmm. And any normal forward. person who knows how to drive would, would common sense would say, all right, I'm gonna veer to the right and not drive into oncoming traffic like an idiot. He goes through this intersection and starts wanting to veer toward. The oncoming traveler said, no, no, just stay to the right of the median and you'll be fine. Follow the lines. Oh, I didn't know, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not funny, man. We almost ran into oncoming traffic. Well, now, well, fry, baby. What if he can't well. pick up Sid tomorrow because he is passed out and chokes on his own vomit? I, that's a, like I, Hannibal, the, oh, I, here. Here's the thing. Earlier during a commercial break, Matt literally fell face first on the floor. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, uh, Farley, 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 all over I again. don't have Coke in my hand, so I'm not Farley. Are you wish gonna, you did. Are you going or to be okay? No. What, are you starting to come down now from the drunkenness? No. Is He's going to die in your apartment. Is it one of those things where you wish that it would just, like, you could be sober all of a sudden? I wish I was banging a chick. That's what I wish I was doing. <laughs> I'm sure you do, buddy. <laughs> Cat, it's your opportunity. <laughs> Cat, if you ever had one. You want to bang a star? You want to catch a rising star? Catch it. <laughs> catch it right in your mouth. Uh, all right, hey, all right, you know, uh, I got to dump that. I'm sorry. Turn his mic off. I had to dump that. Yeah, well, you went too far. Yeah, chunks. Yeah, that's another thing, too. The whole ride over there, he's just bitching. Dude, order me a coffin, because I'm going to be dead tomorrow. I'm like, why? He's like, I'm not going to make it going to get sad. I was like, it's not like you're going to war, all right, man? I'm sure you'll probably be fine, and you're not going to die. He try, He's like, give me your phone. I'm like, why? Give me your phone. I have important business to do. He dials up Sid, trying to get his airline number. He's like, Sid, I'm going to die coming there. But just in case, I need your airline time. <laughs> and when you're arriving, and a good route to get there. Like, Sid knows how to get to the airport. All right, are there any heretics who will be willing to volunteer to take... All right, Misfit Matt, are you really willing to do this for us? Yeah. All right, here's the thing. Matt's busy. Misfit Matt is busy. Go ahead, Misfit Matt. Yeah, no problem. If you need someone picked up, I'll do it. I got tomorrow off anyway. Uh, now, here's the other thing, Misfit Matt, too. 
All right, turn your mic back on. Turn your mic back on. There you go. I'll be at the station. You pick me up at the station. We're going to have a comedy dumpling field trip. We'll be great. We'll entertain you on the way there and on the way back. So that's how he's going to get paid in entertainment? Yeah. <laughs> in yuck yucks. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Come on down to the comedy factory. 407 Um. Alright, Matt, here's the other thing we need from you, too. Tomorrow, Tuttle will be doing his stunt. Of we're gonna stick a cell phone, and I wanted to put it. You had offered up Caldon, right? Or horse. horse? How much of this can you have for us? Uh, I can have a whole lot, as much poop as you need. I can have. I want like a big <laughs> kind of trough of it. Is that possible? Uh, a wheelbarrow, a wheelbarrow full will be Will no wheelbarrow is perfect. And what's gonna happen tomorrow for the open door? You're not gonna want to miss this. Tomorrow for the open door. I know I won't. Uh, we are going to put in uh, an old cell phone of mine into <laughs> what are you laughing at? It... You're Mexican. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, real barrel, I think. How'd you get here? <laughs> All right, we're gonna put. <laughs> you got here on a burrow. <laughs> you drunk son of a bitch. Alright, you know what? I'll explain the stunt next. Also, we'll take your phone calls, unscreened phone calls. Basically, say hi to Matt Albert. Uh, hey, hideout next, unscreened phone calls on Real Radio 104.1. Chunks is by far the gayest man alive. I once saw him take a, uh, an entire cucumber, totally engulf it. No, no. Oh, nice. <laughs> where were you, Matt? Yeah, where were you? Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Come, come have a seat, Matt. Um, just wandering around. Let's go to Boomhauer in St. Cloud. What's going on, Boomhauer? What's up? Do you miss me? Oh, yeah, Boomhauer, uh, who gave us all of the uh, cow tongues and pig intestines and cow's uh, feet and all that kind of fun stuff that Chunks ate out at Miss Monster. You know, here's the thing, Boomhauer. We are probably going to need to do uh, reorder another set. Because uh, Tuttle lost the Hideout Fantasy Football League, and still so he'll have to do all 17 stunts in one night. And we'll need that uh, that uh, stuff for his stunt. Yeah, we'll need those goodies. Yeah, so, well, just let me know what you need when you need it. I got the shocking collars. I just come back from Alaska. So oh, yeah, you got the shocking collar, too. How was Alaska? It's cold as a witch's titty. Yeah. <laughs> all right, thank you, Boom Howard. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. 
It's Jesus. And Star 1041 and he's singing the wireless one. It's really turned into a sick bay, J Dub. Yeah, it's, been, it's just uh, like uh, a hospital room in here. By the way, it is Hey Hideout. You're they don't have hospitals in Tijuana. Uh, what are you hey, talking about? Your unscreened phone calls. He's losing it. He's going back to the old yuck yuck, uh, the standby Mexican joke. Coming down on the yuck yucks. <laughs> the chime time is. 9.50, call in, we got the Danny Ocean special. <laughs> Billy Ocean, whatever. Danny Ocean, Ocean was in Ocean was 11. Whatever. Don't correct me, boy. Matt, <laughs> Matt, have you had fun tonight? You know you is. Have you had fun tonight? Uh, whatever. You not having fun? Whatever, dude. Quest love and point CNN, you're brother. in the hideout. What's going on, hideout? What do you do? What's up, dude? Yeah, first I want to apologize for that Ku Klux Klan thing yesterday. Uh huh. Thank I you. I thought that it wasn't you. It was actually someone else. And um, let's say, mm-hmm. Chunks, you racist Italian bastard. All right, right. There you go. The <sighs> amount of times Chunks called me an N-word on the right here. Did he really? Unbelievable. <laughs> Did you tell him I'm the only one allowed to do that? Yes. But he still wouldn't listen. Have you uh, have you learned your lesson about uh, binge drinking? <laughs> How many? All right, let's get a recap because we haven't even talked about it. I uh, got a little bit of a recap of it downstairs when I was smoking. How many drinks he had? Yeah, uh, well, there was sixty dollars uh, spent on two dollar shots with him. Um, Over at Patty McGee's, really? split between three of them, so he probably had about what would you say? I ten of those. Like, yeah. At least ten of those. Three car bombs. Four. Four car bombs. And a couple other things. So he had a good, almost 15 drinks. Are you worried? Are you worried? <laughs> are you are you worried about alcohol poisoning? Look, Look at that, that body. <laughs> when was the last time you um partake? Partook? Yeah, in the, uh, in the uh, in early the July. It's when I drank a three-fourth bottle of Jack Daniels. So you're really good about pacing yourself. Well, when he does drink, he drinks hardcore. He just doesn't drink that often. He hasn't drank since July. November. November. I didn't say July, did I? Yeah, yeah. you said July. Damn. Oops. <laughs> um, let's go to Scott and Rock Ledge here in the hideout. What do you got, Scott? Hey, hideout. Hey, brother. I think I got the perfect match for our boy Matt there. Okay. He just gets a say? bottle of vodka. I think Tiffany from the Monsters and him would make a really great couple. I think they'd be gorgeous together. You and Tiffany, Matt? I'd tap it. <laughs> I'm sure you would. All right, Matt, realistically, what do you think your chances are of uh, getting laid in 2006? High, if not imminent. <laughs> Who do you think you have a better shot with out of everybody in the room right now? Um, Snatchy Cakes, um, Cat, Kimmy, or Lester Big Hands, who already dry-humped you when you passed out on the floor? Uh I don't date black women, so no, not with uh, Lester. What's that black guy? Lester. <laughs> and, uh, what the hell? I don't even. Who's the other two choices? Uh, Jimmy Cat or Snatchy Cakes? Snatchy Cakes. Kimmy. Kimmy. You like Kimmy, don't you? Maybe if she uh, if she made uh, if she uh, grew a mandible. And, uh, <laughs> Cat, maybe, maybe, 
I'd, I'd, I'd fling it at her if she had a... She uh, fixed the bruises on her breasts. What's oh. wrong with you? Why are you so angry? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, was that mean? I'm sorry. All right, let's go to Tommy. Tommy, you're in the hideout on road radio. What do you got, Tommy? Not much. I was just saying, I, I load the back of my truck up, my tailgate. With a whole bunch of horses. With a bunch of blacks. <laughs> 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 manure. Thank you, Tommy. But it looks like Misfit Matt's got it settled for us. He's going to bring in a well barrel of horse manure, but I do appreciate it. <laughs> I'm going to bring them on down. Uh, All right, you behave. they bring their cotton sacks with them. So, Stop. Uh, bring them on. <laughs> what happened to you? Hey, hey, hey. Don't talk back to me. I, I will call so INS so fast. <laughs> Mike in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Yeah, what up? I got a quick question. Yeah. If, uh, if Matt Albert with bungee jumping, would he go straight to hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I would be dying to crash. All right, welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. We're live on a Thursday night. During commercials, we got moment of clarity, Matt, where he was just apologizing for everything. I think that's step one, right? Mm-hmm. Next one is denial, isn't it? <laughs> I wasn't drunk. I was playing it up. <laughs> Next one is uh, gay, right? Chunks. I just start, you know, giving handies and. All right, all right hold on. Handing out labels, lollipops. I isolate it. Tommy's hey. tired of isolating the uh, everything that Matt has said. Tonight. Tommy doesn't seem like he's in a good mood tonight. What's wrong, Tommy? Um, all right, Matt, turn off your mic just for a second, okay? Wake up. He's falling asleep. Chunks, I'd like to give you a moment to really express what you went through taking him tonight to the hideout happy hour at Patty McGee's. Um, you guys know that I used to hang out with a real crazy crowd. I used to go out to bars all the time. I used to know some pretty hardcore drinkers. In fact, Dubs met my roommate, Steve Buscemi, who's probably the absolute worst drunk I've ever known, um, until hanging out with Matt Albert tonight. Uh, I can't even begin to explain it. I'm trying to do call-ins and check in with you guys, let you know how good of a time I was having. And there's a guy, there's a big drunk whale coming at me saying, don't walk around, don't walk back and forth so much. And I have to tell him, hey, I'm walking around because you're cussing like a sailor and that can't get out on the air, you ass. Let me talk to Hooch. Let me talk to her. He starts drooling and slobbering Not all yet, over man. himself. No, please. He's running around. He's falling down. He's running out in the parking lot between the cars like a child. And I didn't even think he drank all that much. I mean, I told him, I was like, are you sure you're ready, man? I mean, I know you're... Uh, you're not such a um, a big drinker. I will be your DD tonight, but try and maintain some responsibility. Oh, I know how to drink. Don't worry about it. So, I don't know, ten drinks later, he's sitting there swinging around the pole like he's working in a strip club. He was seriously freaking a pole outside of Patty McGee's like he was a stripper. Now, I don't even know what he was going for. Patty McGee's, they're not mad at us, are they, for the way Matt Albert... No, 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 he did it, actually, he did it when we were walking in a car, he was about, it was about five or six buildings down, because we parked a little bit far away, I don't know why he did, 
but we parked a little bit further down, so it was definitely out of range from there. I played nice with the owner. I was very nice to her. I was uh, I was very cordial. All right, good. That's yeah, he gave her a hug. Oh, well, that's good. Um, all right, let's uh. She was, wanna... she was hot. All right, let's talk to uh. I detected. it. <laughs> all night, all night, every chick that walked by, it didn't matter how big they were, how small they were. They all look small to him. Yeah. That's why I would have tapped. I tap it. Oh. Chunks, who's that? Oh. All right. Did you hear that? Right, oh, let, you didn't hear that? No, oh, whatever. All right, let's check in. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. No, I'm not. <laughs> let's talk to uh, someone wants to welcome Matt Albert to Central Florida. Uh, joining us on the phone, J-Dubs, the one and the only Fred Rogers. Hello, Fred. Thank you, LFA. Hi, Hi J-Dubs. How are you? I'm fine. Is this LFA? Yes, this is LFA. How are you? I'm fabulous. How are you? I'm feeling good tonight. I had a special holiday season where I spent time with my loved ones, and now I'm back doing what I like to do. What's that? Spend time with people like you. That's nice of you. Thank you, Fred Rogers. It's always nice to hear the good things. And my butt's plugged right now. Uh, what? <laughs> how tight. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to call in tonight to welcome Matt Albert to Orlando. How you doing, Freddie? I'm fine, Matt. Have you been drinking? I've been drinking. I've been chugging. I'd like to chug you. I think it's special, Matt, when someone decides to pick up their belongings and move to a better situation. Yeah. Normally, for people like you, though, Matt, it's because you got some girl knocked up and you ain't going to be a daddy. <laughs> Usually when I'm traveling, I'm going to Middle Passage. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, Fred... And my name's Toby, by the way. It's uh, Fred Rogers here in the hideout on Radio 104.1. Say hello to Matt Albert. I don't know. If... Matt, I'm yes. proud of you. I'm I want you to know I think your move is special. I think it's wrong, though, that, that you're giving me a hard time and making fun of you for being a virgin, Matt. I know. I'm proud of you for being a virgin. Thank you. And it isn't your fault, Matt. If you can't see your own penis, why would you expect a woman? <laughs> so true. Uh, wow. Oh, I didn't expect that Fred Rogers would be so. Uh, okay, well, honest. I guess that's what uh, it you is know. Honest. There are no lies in the neighborhood. I'll, I'll, I'll handle it's that. Also, it's also exciting, Matt, that you're close to Disney World. True. I'm sure the people at Disney are nervous because your ass is bigger than the Upcott ball. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a whole new attraction now. They call my gut Space Mountain. Um, oh, that was self-deprecating. Why'd I do that? Just roll with it. You're on fire. Are you, are you a part of the show now, Matt? Yeah, I'm Shamu. Are you on the show now, Matt? Yes. I think that's... Are you getting a paid salary, Matt? What? Are you getting, are you paid, getting salary? paid to be on the show, Matt? No, no sir, I am not. That's okay, though. I'm a paid intern slash slave. I thought that working for free in the South wasn't allowed anymore. <laughs> but good for you to try to bring back slavery. My boss is Jim Crow. All right. Um, I think having a black person on the hideout is great. Yeah? You have a black, a Mexican, trailer trash from Michigan, and when Chunks comes out of the closet, you have the minority jackpot. 
That is true. Triple sevens. Then you can throw in Tommy Bateman as the midget. Oh. <laughs> Fred Rogers, was there uh, Was there anything else that you uh, wanted to tell everybody? I had a, I heard a very sad story about Matt when he was getting on the airplane in Washington, D.C. to come to Orlando. What was it? What was that? One of the inspectors opened his bag and found a bunch of rope, and he asked him if he was planning on doing something illegal with the rope, and Matt said, no, that's my pulley system so I can get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> Uh, I didn't realize that you had that uh, kind of a system, Matt. You know, it's it's evolved over the years. Okay. Matt, I wanted Inf to give you a shout-out earlier, but I couldn't find your phone number. I saw you on TV the other night with some of your relatives. What was that? They were showing a recap of all the people during Hurricane Katrina oh. that were looting. Come on, Fred. <laughs> too was, soon. That, too that, soon. That was over the That's line. like doing a movie about 9-11. That's too soon. At first, I thought it was you, Matt, but it turned out to be a big black Ford pickup truck that was floating away. <laughs> wow. All right. Fred Rogers welcoming Matt Albert to Central now, Florida. Now, Fred, do you have a song for Matt Albert? I certainly do. Please if do. Your name is Matt Albert. We wish you weren't alive because if Matt Albert keeps drinking more tonight, he's gonna wake up ready to say, "Chunks, what are you doing in my bed?" <laughs> That's the song. <laughs> it's kind of unfinished, isn't it? I'm I'm plugged right now. <laughs> Thank you. Way to finish a call there, Fred. Thank you. Uh, and way to watch your boobies bounce. <laughs> Thank you, Fred Rogers, uh, joining us. Uh, thank you, Fred. Thank you, and, and God bless you, El Jefe. Hey, El Jefe, before I go, uh huh. knock, knock. Who's there? I just did your mom. What the hell is that? What are you doing? Right, thank you. Wow. <laughs> So as you can see, people are just excited uh, over the fact that you're here. You're still talking. Jesus. <laughs> Shut up. All right, it's time for you to leave. Seriously. All right, you go lay down in the hallway now. Get out of here. Do you think you're sh Bill O'Reilly over here? <laughs> you, sir, are not the greatest of all time. All right, you just wait because the doors don't lock at the house. I got what? I don't need you talking to me. I don't need to learn. I don't need to go to a learning annex to learn your language. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> that means Spanish. I know. You keep going back to the same racist bit over and over I could, again. I could say you're furry, but that's played out. <laughs> you're losing it. You're dying now. You know what I hate? Hmm. You. <laughs> <laughs> And got it back, bitch. <laughs> it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Still coming up, Gibbs' Guide to the Weekend. And also heard it first on the Hideout. Just a crazy night uh, yeah. following the happy hour. And we still got an open door tomorrow, too. That's canceled. <laughs> Why? Well, yeah, no reason to do two in a row. Um, Open door is on tomorrow from 10 to 11. Mainly because uh, Tuttle has to do a stunt. 
Um, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, Dubs, you found a couple of sex studies. Yeah. All right, here's one that maybe we can, because Matt Albert's looking to get laid. He's in here and he's drunk as hell. Um, caffeine may put females in mood for sex, a new study shows. In the study, female rats got their first shot of caffeine before mating and were quicker than uncaffeinated females to scurry back to the rat after sex. Um, caffeinated females weren't just looking for company. It looks like they just wanted to have sex again. It, uh, it seems to me whenever I have too much caffeine, I shrivel. Really? Yeah. I actually have the opposite. Like, sometimes when I'm going to have sex, I'll... Either pop one of my ephedra pills. Really? Or even, too, like, before I was doing the pills, like, have a Monster or a Red Bull. Try and, ha- try doing 15 mini-things and have sex. It's impossible. Uh, okay. Impossible. Have you tried? <laughs> you can't get anything going. Really? Yeah. No, I, I find that, like... Any. Like, I really... Like, they'll even last longer, too. Like, good 45 minutes to an hour. That's the most disgusting thought ever. <laughs> you doing anything. You you involved with your junk is seriously the most disgusting thought in my mind ever. Other than you? I could think of, like, a donkey being killed with a spork, and what that would be more appetizing than you, you know, scratching yourself there. Do you want to see it? Your crotch must look like a jungle of Mexican hair. I'm not even sure what that means, but I'm sure it's disgusting. Um, you. I, shut the hell up, seriously. Nasty bastard. Alright, turn his mic off. I'm genuinely annoyed by him now. Turn his mic off and go sit in the hallway, you fat bastard. I've had enough of you tonight. Two hours of drunkenness was fine. Now it's annoying. Seriously, get him out of here. Now I'm annoyed. Oh, don't get mad. No, he's not adding anything to this point. Now it's the same joke over and over again. Get out of here. Go away. Not interested. Good luck picking them up. Lay your head down and go to sleep. I'm sorry. He's just annoying me. It's just constant. Same joke over and over. Get out of here. Go away. <laughs> you can't stay mad at him. <laughs> Are you going to behave? I promise, Daddy. All right, turn his mic on. <laughs> Thanks, Daddy. Hello, public. <laughs> but what are some of those other aphrodisiacs, though? I've always heard the oysters, but that can't be true either. I've heard the whole thing about oysters is mainly for chicks. Yeah, and all of it's for chicks. There's nothing that gets a dude going except for Viagra. What are the oysters supposed to do? I don't know. I just heard. Cat, do you know? Feed them oysters. From what I've heard, they up your sperm count. Oh, they're for guys, huh? I thought, huh. A nice aphrodisiac is a a van with no windows and a taser. (laughs) (laughs) That gets him going. (laughs)
Uh, <laughs> Makes them quiet enough. Four seven. Makes rag in the mail. Four seven nine one six one zero four. I see talk. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. All right, what's another one, Doug? Take one, him in the woods. Another one of those uh, aphrodisiacs. I, I heard wasabi is also one. If you snort it, I don't know. I know the chicks love Steve O, so maybe that's it. All right, so oysters, wasabi. You think like caviar? Now, is it caviar just because if they're having caviar, then it means dude's got money? Maybe. Uh, you can get cheap caviar, too. You can get Walmart caviar if you want it. Walmart cannot carry caviar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> An aphrodisiac for me is them bruised and crying. <laughs> Possibly bleeding from the nose. <laughs> So I didn't realize, though, that caffeine and uh, uh, spices, I guess like chili and curry, sweat-inducing foods, really? I guess so. Hmm. <laughs> All right, I guess if it gets you hot, then I guess you want you to take your clothes off, I guess. Uh, then another sex study that we found, Dubs, was that TV in the bedroom halves your sex life. Yeah, I guess 50% uh, you have uh, 50% less sex if you have a TV in your bedroom. If your TV is uh, outside of the bedroom... You'll have uh, more sex. Is that just because you're laying? Maybe you're falling. You're bored. <laughs> you're bored, so you look at her. And like, I guess. <laughs> Can't turn on Law and Order. I, I, Dubs, you're in a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> law and Order. Uh, could you do it during Special Victims Unit? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to investigate this after I'm done with it. Um, with all the stab wounds. <laughs> uh, Dubs, you're in a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. Have you, uh, when was the last time you had sex just out of boredom? Every time. <laughs> what are you talking about? What do you, every time you have sex is out of boredom. That can't be true. Why? You never have sex. It's either scheduled or out of boredom. Scheduled? Scheduled. It's in the day planner. What? Yes. You and your chick. She, day planet. You gotta be kidding No. Me. So she has a day planner that she's mm-hmm. like Saturday at one thirty. Not one thirty. I mean between two and four, sometime in there we'll fit it in, squeeze it in. That's what she two. says. What is it before? <laughs> <laughs> is it like the two hours before drinking and then from two to four sex? Yeah, you know, like uh, there's a little time there. We aren't vacuuming or uh, <laughs> heading to Walmart, so I guess we can do it right around here. Yeah, let's squeeze it in before uh, before Publix, yeah, but after Home Depot. Mm-hmm. There's a blue tag sale. We gotta gotta rush out. I didn't know you and your chick actually scheduled sex. Not all the time. Not every time. How often? I, I, give me a percentage. Thirty. Thirty percent of the time, it's actually written down in a planner. Mm-hmm. Does that bum you I out? Nah, I don't care. Here's the thing I gotta worry about. Mm-hmm. I would be worried about performing, because I never like to have oh, anything to do. That's what it used to be more than thirty percent, but I bitched at her about it, because it's like I don't want to now. Now that I know what's gonna happen, why would I want to? Because yeah, I don't I, like going on a schedule. I would be genuinely worried about uh, getting a rise. Because to me, I don't like when there's pressure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like pressure to perform of, okay, let's have sex now. 
as opposed to like really getting the moment going. You understand? Yeah, what I'm like saying? something uh, being in the moment and making a moment are two different things. Right. And so if she says, uh, I would just be looking, like, oh man, I gotta have sex. And then do you like whenever it's scheduled? Do you think, all right, for the three days before, I'm not gonna punch the clown? Run one. Yeah. Do you not? No, I I usually do it all the way up to the day. Sometimes that morning in the shower. Depending on how saucy I'm feeling that day. Like you're in there and you're using some soap and you're just thinking, you know yeah, what? You, I look you, good today. You, you pour the conditioner out, you're like, hmm, not bad. Better than her. Uh, Come on, now you're just being mean. No, I'm just, that's how I'm into feeling. Ray and Deltona, you're in the hideout. We got Ray. Raymond. One, two, three, Ray. Gone. He said he had, basically what was on the board is that he had no choice but to schedule sex because he has two kids. That is true. But you guys, don't, you got a cat. Well, yeah, we have to schedule when she's not feeding or uh, sleeping on the bottom of our bed. And then we got to take Big Buff the bear out of the room, too. You take the bear out of the room? Oh, yeah. That bear can't watch. All right. All right, Dubs, I don't know if you want to do this or not. Hmm. I'd like for you to describe, like, the... Typical, you don't have to describe the sex, but like the leading up, because it seems with the planning and everything else, like there's a lot of prep, almost like you're getting ready to make a casserole. You know, no, it's like something you, like that. Like you got to, you got to set everything out on the counter. You turn up in, the Ronnie James Dio <laughs> and really rock it. <laughs> I'm living after midnight when I. Uh... All right, so. It, it's fairly normal other than the uh, the scheduling. There's not a whole lot of uh, odd is, preparation stuff. But, but if it is scheduled. Yeah. All right, so you got to go into the room. you got to take out Big Buff the bear. Big Buff the bear. You got My cuddle buddy at night. Do you put Sadie Lou in the bathroom or do you no, shut the door? No, just shut the bedroom door. Does she scratch at it? Oh, yeah. Because she's not used to the door being closed, so she's just there going, meow, meow, and, and do you hear that while you're having sex? From time to time. And I'll yell, shut up, Lou! So while you were actually engaged in the act, the cat is on your mind, and you're even saying the cat's name. Sometimes, just to get it to stop meowing. A lot of times I'll lay a big bunch of treats in the kitchen, so she just... Stays uh, with those. So the process to me is what's fascinating. Really? Now, do you have a ritual whenever you're done? Like anything that you do? All right, let me ask you. All right, this is, I guess kind of a personal question, and you can answer. Uh, anyone who's actually had sex, Matt, you can sit there quietly. Um, right, you wear a condom, mm-hmm. and you have sex, mm-hmm. and then you're done. Mm-hmm. Do you, with the condom still on and the contents, <laughs> do you lay there and cuddle for a couple of minutes? Or, no, no, no. Or do you immediately tell her, get up, i got to go get this, take this. Uh, Actually, out. what I do, I just take it off, tie it off, throw it against the wall, let it go down like some wacky wall climber, uh, turn off the gay porn, and then go in the shower. That's knew, my normal ritual. I knew there was a ritual. <laughs> I knew there was something. Mario in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Mario? Hey, what's up, 
What's up, man? Hey, dude. Um, my thing is kind of like dubs. Like, mm. when I'm at work all day, my girlfriend will leave me, like, 15 text messages whenever she's in the mood. So I'm like, like I'm at work, and I'm like, all right, this is pretty awesome. I can't wait to get home. And, like, 45 text messages later, like, eight hours later, I get home, and she's, like, waiting for me with, like, candles lit and everything. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Same thing every day. It I, just goes on, like, every day of the week. All right, now, see, that's good, though. I mean, something mm. like that where she's calling you, telling you, I can't wait for you to get home so we can have sex. That's sexy. That's that's. But what if you don't want to? What if Lost is on? What if instead of being with her, you want to be with John Locke? Or Jack. The, the heretic? No, not the heretic. The real John Locke. Oh. Yeah, I want to be with Echo. I want to find Walt. <laughs> So I tell her every time. I wonder Kathy, who the others are. Kathy and Melbourne, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Kathy? Five bucks says that after he finishes, mm -hmm. baby Luke comes in and licks the juice off his boys. Oh, Shut up. You're disgusting. How do you think we could say that? That's a very whorish mouth you've got on you. I bet she's done that before. It was mm -hmm. funny as hell, though. <laughs> All right, let's take a break and come back. Do we have Gibbs' Guide to the Weekend? Are we ready? Dubs, thank you for sharing. No problem. Sometimes I'll just lay there with the condom still on and cuddle oh, for a little no, bit. Oh, no, no. That's by disgusting. Yourself. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever ran a batch of the condom on just so you didn't have to clean up afterwards? <laughs> Lester Vic Hans put his hand up. <laughs> you ever just... Uh, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, don't. I'm just going to keep that in. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout. Uh, live on a Thursday night. Coming down the home stretch. 407-916-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Jack and O'Calley, you're in the Hideout. What do you got, Jack? Hey, man, you guys rock. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Best call there is. Um... All right, so now is it time for Gibbs' Guide to the Weekend? Gibbs ready to uh, tell us what's going on this weekend? Yes, sir, I am. <laughs> All right. Hear ye, hear ye. This is Gibbs' Guide to the Weekend. Open your ears and clear your calendar. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, Gibbs' Guide to the Weekend on Real Radio 104.1. Now, I learned something great last week, and that was that Snoop Dogg was going to be at the House of Blues on Sunday, and I was able to go to the show with SBK and Matt Albert and Gomer, so that worked out perfectly. What do you got uh, for us this weekend, Gibby? All right, well, for starters, you guys have probably heard of um, Flip Fridays. Have you ever heard of those? No. All right, they're having a, a thing called Flip Friday at Chillers on uh, West Church Street. Uh, no, they're not. They're not? No. Really? No. Are you sure? I don't know. It's where the bartender flips a coin whenever no, you order. No, no. They're not. They're Shut not? up. We need to do research. Dumbass. <laughs> no. Next. Okay. All right. Eddie Griffin's going to be at the Orlando Improv on West Church Street. Um, you guys, I'm sure you've seen him in, you know, Deuce Bigelow and all that business. He's going to be there uh, Saturday and Sunday. On Saturday, he's going to be there from 730 to nine and at 9:45 p.m. and on Sunday he's going to be there at 7 p.m. All right, how come um we need to get a better uh, relationship going on with the improv? Because I'd yeah. love to go watch some comedians, especially at Eddie Griffin. He's hilarious. It's only 30 bucks too. All right, nice. 
um, comedian Steve Wright, if you've been listening to Real Radio, you would have heard. Um, he's going to be at Hard Rock Live at Universal City Walk in Orlando, Florida. Uh, Wright was the DJ in Reservoir Dogs. I don't know if you guys remember that. I actually have tickets to that, and that's where I will be on Saturday night down at the Hard Rock checking out Steven Wright. And I love his comedy, too. He's yeah. just very dry, um, not a lot of energy. Yeah, his bio's right here. It's a, it's a pretty good bio. It says, I was born when I was 23. I started telling jokes. Then I started going on television and doing films. That's still what I am doing. The end. <laughs> we should work on our bios for the website, Dubs. That's going to be uh, Saturday at 8 p.m., and it's 25 bucks. Okay. And uh, another real radio event is uh, a Otronicon video gaming experience. Yes. At the Orlando Science Center on East Princeton Street. Uh, Oh, go ahead. No, you... you oh, okay. All four floors with gaming stations and interactive exhibits of new games and gadgets. Now, Chunks, uh, we're, we're going to be out there this week. We're, you're going to go out there tomorrow, right, for the first part of the show? Yeah, I'm going to go out there and check it out. It's right up my alley. I guess they got, like, classic arcade games and, like, Gran Turismo tournaments and uh, Halo tournaments. All right, now, we're actually going to MC a couple of these, aren't we? Yeah, uh, you're going to be at the one uh, this Sunday for the uh, Gran Turismo tournament. I oh. believe it starts at 7 p.m. All right, Sunday night at 7. And uh, next week, uh, Dubs will be out there uh, over the weekend uh, hosting the Halo tournament for nice. the Otronicon. Over at the Orlando Science Center? Yep, at the Orlando Science Center. And what's the what's the web? Is it otronicon.com? Yeah, that's it. Just otronicon.com. Yeah, and you can check that out Saturday from 9 a.m. till midnight or Sunday from noon till midnight. And it's $14.95 for adults and $19.95 for ages under 12. Yeah, it's actually going from the 20th to the, to the uh, 29th. And here's the other thing about it, too. Heretic cards. If you have your heretic cards, you get, uh, you get some price off the ticket. Yeah. I think $2 off admission. All right, so the Heretic card's getting you a bonus out there for the Atronicon, Atronicon.com. I think there's a link up on the, the hideout page on RealRadio.fm. What else is going on this weekend, Gibbs? Uh, that's pretty much it. Are you proud of that? Um, I mean, it wasn't bad. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I, we found out about Eddie Griffin. And yeah, there wasn't much going on this weekend, honestly, and I didn't want, want to put anything in there that people would waste their time with. No, I hear you. Uh, all right, let me go look at this Atronicon thing. I'm going to the website right now. It's uh, otronicon.com. I love anything to do with video games. I hear they got military simulators out there. Awesome. I hear I hear it's a really kick-ass thing going Somebody on. Somebody told me that they were going to um, they were going to have us like do something with a simulator, and it never ended up coming tr- true. I don't know if they were lying to us or what, but somebody said that we could come out and play on one of their uh, simulators. I don't know. Um, I've always wanted to do like one of the airplane simulators. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The landing. Do you remember for a while they had the? All right, it's uh, Atronicon.org. Atronicon.org, not .com. Good job, chunks. <clears throat> um, do you remember for a while the big thing was the 3D games, where like you put the the glasses on and everything, and uh, the uh, gloves and all that kind of stuff. I never kind got... of the virtual reality thing. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I never got to really do that. I wonder if they've gotten any better with it because i've heard it's kind of, it was kind of hit or miss for a while back in like the uh, early 90s on how good it actually did i wonder if they've gotten any better at those i would think the technology has to be there mm-hmm. but when you have such badass video gaming systems at home yeah i guess even- it's kind of hard because the uh the way of the uh the uh, arcade has really fallen down right yeah uh misfit matt there's uh, an arcade game, Operation Beachhead, where it's like a 360 video mm-hmm. game, and you 
play a, a machine gunner on a beach turret. It's really fun. You spin around and shoot and stuff like that. Do you know where they have them at all? They have them all over the place. There's a McDonald's in Orlando that has it in their arcade, so it's everywhere. All right, yeah, they got all sorts of games. Ooh, they got an F-16 simulator. Uh, It's otronicon.org. F-11 simulator. All right, damn, I'm going to have to check all this out. Um, Let me see what else they got. Area 51, they got the Madden 06. So they have just about everything out there. I even hear they got some old school games out there, too. Yeah, I heard they're covering the spectrum with it. And it's four floors Wow. of gaming. The 20th through the 29th. And I'm emceeing which one on Sunday Night Chunks? Uh, the Gran Turismo Tournament. Sweet. At seven, correct? Uh, I believe so, yes. All right, Simulation Universe. Hold on, this one's on level two. All right, I feel not nerdy, but I'm like, I'm I'm actually pretty stoked about this. Yeah, they got all the info, I guess, for entering all of the um, tournaments and stuff on there. Dubs, have you ever entered a tournament? I'm I've always wanted to, but I'm I'm always the guy who's like I I think I'm good and I don't want to be proved that I'm not by going into a tournament and get my ass handed to me by these people who are just crazy good. I remember when we went to the mat when we held the Madden tournament. Um, I mean, there were some guys that were just insane. Oh, yeah. Who do you think would win between a game of you and Matt Albert? In Madden? Mm-hmm. I think it would have to, uh, the the odds would probably be in favor of him, but I know I can beat him from time to time. Because that's what he does. That's essentially his living. That's what he, That's how he makes his cash, is by going around. Matt, do you want to enter a tournament? Yeah, I'll enter it. Sober, of course. I think that'd be fun. Hey, aren't we also two chunks? Aren't we hosting our own uh, Madden tournament? Uh, yes, we are. All right, give me the details on that one. Uh, on the uh, 29th, we're going to be hosting a Madden tournament. Um, you can go to the movie stop in Kirkland Road. Okay. It's uh, it's going to be first come, first serve, except next week we're going to be giving away uh, four spots into the tournament on our show. Uh, the grand prize is a PS2, a $75 gift certificate to Movie Stop, Madden 06, and a uh, 40 free pack of wings from um, Pizza Hut Wing Stop. Oh, damn, get out. Or right, Wing so, Street. Pizza uh, Hut Wing Street. All right, so this is on Sunday, the 29th, from noon until 3. Yep, from noon until 3. And it's a Madden 06 PS2 tournament. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, the PS2. And uh, we're going to be there. There's also going to be free food and stuff. So if you just want to come hang out with us and not necessarily enter the tournament, you can come hang out. And I think we're going to have a couple uh, other extra gift certificates just to hand out as well. So if you just want to come out and maybe win some other stuff, not through the game tournament, you can do that as well. Absolutely. But if you want to win uh, the PS2, the game, the wings, all that kind of stuff, you have to enter the tournament and win it. That is correct. All right. And we're going to have wings, pizza, and prizes. Uh, let's go to Brent and St. Cloud here in the hideout. What do you got, Brent? Hey, what's up? I was just at Otronicon. What's up, hideout? Yo, how was it? Oh, my God. It was awesome. Really? Dude, uh, they had, like, everything. They had Call of Duty. They had what? Call of Duty? Call of Duty 2. Oh, right. the reigning champ. Oh, nice. Congratulations. All right, so this is uh, Otronicon.org. And yeah. uh we're yeah, I'm I'm definitely heading out this weekend because I got the MC thing on uh Sunday night. But I may even go out Saturday during the day before I go down to Stephen Wright. I'm a sucker for video games, man. 
All right, we'll take a break and come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hi, welcome back on the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. want to congratulate uh, Michelle Heinemann of uh, Orlando West Cruz of Kissimmee and Orlando Rest of Orlando. All three of them were winners in the MSF Basic Biker course. Uh, they're going to take it with me. Coming up on uh, Monday through Wednesday morning over at Orlando, Orlando Harley-Davidson. Excited about that. Going to leave there with all the paperwork and testing to go over to the DMV and put it on our license. I actually don't have my Florida license yet, and I was just about to go get it. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to wait till after the course so I can walk in with the paperwork and just get everything, yeah, both them. Get everything switched over at once and save me uh, two trips to the DMV. How is the DMV here? Ah, uh, it really depends on when you go. There's uh, the good thing about it is uh, there's uh, a separate place for your driver's license. There's a separate place for your, uh, you know, to go get your title and uh, plates put on and everything. So you don't have like in Michigan, that was all in the same place. So you had everybody in that one place. You never went to the Maryland one, did you? No, I never got anything switched over over there. I was still in Michigan everything when I was there. In uh, in Maryland, it was one big building up in Gaithersburg, Maryland. And it was one building but three different sections for tags, for licenses, and another for something else that you maybe had to get done. Tests or whatever? Yeah, yeah, I think the tests. And once you kind of figure out the system, it's all about basically going prepared, mm-hmm. I think. If you have everything you need, like I finally got my birth certificate for my mother. If you have everything that you need, and then I guess maybe take your Walkman so you can listen to real radio, and just reside to the fact that you're probably going to be there for 90 minutes, and if you get out in less than 90 minutes, then you could be happy. I believe over at the uh, Winter Park driver's license place, you can uh, like almost get like a reservation. You can call and say when you're going to be there. Oh, what? Really? Yeah. Bless your big hands. The one in Gatesburg, I think I got my car towed there while I was getting my license. Oh, uh, yeah, because you put up because here's the other thing, too. You can only park in certain places, and then there's a spillover lot. And I did notice there were always tow trucks rolling around there. That maybe would be the worst thing ever to spend that amount of time in a uh, in a DMV only to come out and have your car be towed. Ugh. Zach in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Zach? Yeah, the DMV in the courthouse is pretty quick, about 20 minutes. You know what? That's what everybody's told me. Fourth floor of the courthouse, is that correct? Correct. Yeah, you go there, you can get in and out if you want to go all the way downtown to the courthouse. I got you no can get in and out there. I got no problem super with that. Super quick, super duper quick. I appreciate that, Zach. That's what I'm going to do then. Instead of dealing with Winter Park. Mm-hmm. Now I feel bad. I, get, I put that out on the air and now everybody knows about it. And so, well, it's toward the end of the show. Maybe people are sleeping already. But, yeah, I think as soon as I leave Orlando Harley-Davidson with all my paperwork and stuff, I'm just going to go ahead and shoot over to the uh, to the courthouse and get it taken care of. Dubs, how long did it take you? Um, When I went there, it took me, it really wasn't that long, like 90 minutes, 70 minutes. Yeah, it was a little over an hour. I'll just take some hideout mixtapes and just sit there and giggle at our own jokes. Just take cigarettes and Red Bull. Uh, That's that, all I did. I don't smoke. I'll start. When you're in the DMV, you feel like you need to. Now you're going to want to? Mm. Uh, by the way, I want to remind you, Cicada, our former intern, is going to be here. And you should go to hideoutheretics.net. And um, the Nameless, who runs it, posted in the general discussion some old clips of when Cicada was on the show. Here's the thing. I think he's going to be a hit down here. 
Uh, Miss Fitzmatic, have you been on the website yet to hear any of this stuff? I think you'll love Sid. I am. I'm pretty convinced of it. I think everybody will. You should really get the chance to go check it out on Heretics, uh, uh, hideoutheretics.net on the message board. Uh, nameless posted some of that. Dubs, let's take a look at some of the stuff that's going to be big tomorrow. Uh, talking about the U.S. has officially rejected Osama bin Laden's truce offer. Um, here's what spokesperson Scott McClellan said. Uh, we do not negotiate with terrorists. We put them out of business. <laughs> What's with the tough guy slogans? Why is that ever? We, it's not a damn movie. We must not stop until they're defeated. You're uh, right. I don't know what the hell that is. You know, I don't mind saying, no, we aren't going to negotiate with terrorists, whatever. Leave the tagline out of it. We do not negotiate with terrorists. We put them out of business. <laughs> he's saving those for clippings for something, you know. He's saving those for some kind of uh, of uh, promo. Right. Uh, new drug label rule is intended to reduce medical errors. Uh, apparently there's been some confusing information found on labels of prescription drugs, so they're going to undergo major revisions with the hopes that it's going to reduce the injuries and deaths caused by medical errors. I never found that they were that complicated. Is no. anyone on here? They are? Really? Kat, do you take a lot of uh, prescription stuff? Oh, no, prescriptions are complicated. Though. People don't know. Oh, really? Yeah, it's very common. I didn't, I didn't realize it, Mike. I guess they say sometimes the problem is people will take too much, or they won't take it till it's full effect, mm. and so then that, that way the medicine isn't completely uh, useful. Um, calls mount for a free hostage to free the hostage of the U.S. Uh, U.S. reporter. I I would figure we're just about at the 72 72 hour mark, aren't we? I, I would say sometime early tomorrow it would have to be 72 hours. American journalist Jill Carroll. Um, and people are really saying, you guys can't do this. I mean, sir, I've, everybody is off limits, but it, like this chick is really someone who's gone out of her way to kind of show what it's like to be in Iraq. Yeah, and not trying to, uh, you know, not trying to uh, be overly American, overly uh, uh, Iraqi, just trying to play the middle. Kevin, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Kevin? Hey, uh, I don't know if you guys, or you guys are aware, but there's an article in the newspaper now about a woman who went into ORMC to give birth to a child, and she says she went in to give a pregnancy. She woke up without any arms or legs. What? Uh, yeah. In what paper? What paper is this in? It's the Sentinel. It's in the Sentinel? Yeah, it was either, it was either today or yesterday. Uh, uh, Gibbs, do you have a story on? Uh, no, but there's like a few people that have called in saying the same thing, so it must really be in there. All right, well, Kevin, thank you, man. I did not hear about that. Thank Some you. lady goes in for giving birth, and she comes out without any arms or legs. Chunks, you see if you want to track that down real fast? Well, i got a few minutes. He's already on the case. Google rebuffs feds um, on search requests. Apparently, Google is rebuffing the Bush administration's demand for a peek at what millions of people have been looking up on the Internet's leading search engine, a request that underscores the potential for online databases to become tools for government surveillance. <laughs> Seriously, when is it going to stop? They check my computer, all I'll find is scat porn. Tubgirl.com. Lemonparty.org. No, I stay away from that one. Meatstun.com. Mm-hmm. Meatspin.com. Bloodytrixie.com. 
My personal fave. The government wants a list of all requests entered into Google's search engine during an unspecified single week. In addition, it seeks one million randomly selected web addresses from various Google databases. Oh, my God. It's not going to end. And here's the thing, too. Here's what really sucks is that now the Osama, Osama's back in the picture, so that's another reason for them to continue to take away our rights. And now we're looking at Iran and not negotiating with them, so maybe it's going to be time to go into Iran. We're always going to be in war if these guys have it their way. And so when we're always in war, they're always going to be going through our crap. I don't get it. I don't get why. Making money. Yes, Matt Albert. Speaking of going through crap, listen tomorrow for Tuds. Yeah, Tuttle will actually be going through crap. Nice segue. Nice segue, yeah. Uh, Tuttle will actually be uh, rifling through the uh, house horse manure that Misfit Matt brings up. And for every second over two seconds that it takes him to uh, find the cell phone hidden in the horse manure, he's going to have to do a cicada faceplant. Rikishi faceplant. In the corner right there underneath the TV. Or should we make him do it over here by the palm tree? Oh, yeah, I like the tree. At least he has something good to look at. Uh, Chunks, did you find that story? Nah, I've been looking all over the Atlanta Center. I haven't found it. World, new, national, local. Has anybody, I don't think it's on there. This is just a random question, but has anybody else noticed that the hideout logo is crooked? Yeah, it's been like that for two days. Why? <laughs> Why? It's a travesty. Uh, just the constant disrespect. Lester Big Hand's looking at it and trying to correct it. All right. Make sure you uh, check out all of the important information that is on the hideout page on realradio.fm. There's also hereticshideout.com. That's run by Jimmy Jam, who was in tonight. And, of course, uh, a few of the heretics been hanging out this evening, which is a lot of fun. And that is uh, hideoutheretics.net, the message board where you can go and talk about the show and meet each other and have a lot of fun. Other than that, thank you to Patty McGee's for the Hideout Happy Hour. And we do apologize for the uh, misbehaving Matt Albert. We'll talk about Matt Albert's hangover tomorrow. As he's literally keeping his big fat head up with the microphone. I'm sure Terrific Tom, the engineer, is stoked about that. Uh, we will see you guys uh, tomorrow. Wake up with our buddies, the Monsters in the Morning. Congratulations to all of Real Radio for just kicking ass in the ratings. And uh, we didn't kick kick ass, but we did pretty damn well. And uh, I'm excited about that. It's just the beginning, my friends, just the beginning. So thank you guys especially. Monsters in the Morning, Shannon Burke Middays, Phillips Found in the Afternoon. We're back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1, funniest night show in America, and best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody and always talk good. Uh, question authority, now more than ever, and stay classy, Central Florida. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. Shut up! Stop it, you weak, you baby! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! No! I'm a transsexual. No! Radio Roadblock. Paganda ganda mo eh. We're here! We're clear! We're not gonna stop messing up!
Highway's magging my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I five thousand.